Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 323.5, the wormhole. Hopefully you guys have refilled your drinks, your trays, stretch those legs, use the restroom, and are ready to have some fun for a few more hours. Possibly, if you're a past guest, jump in and hang out for a while. Hopefully, some great people will come hang out tonight. You never know. You never know who's hanging out in the wormhole. Guess I better start chat just in case somebody besides myself shows up for this thing. Oh, yeah. I guess, you know, I, I do need to do is uh, I need to start playing that uh, song, just like everybody said yesterday. And um, just uh, let it play there in the beginning till things start getting warmed up. What's up, buddy? What's up, Vegas? How you doing, man? Doing good. Thought I'd drop Glad to have respects. you. Yeah. Appreciate it. What a great show. Oh, great dude, man. That yes, indeed. A great dude. Someone told me that, that it was going to be a good flow. Just a gut instinct on that one that it was going to be a good flow. You've done enough to where you can kind of feel it now, right? Yeah. Starting to think so. <laughs> Starting to think so. Like I, I can't even city. believe it. I can't even believe it myself when I say the numbers anymore. You know, like three, like tonight, I had to even stop and let it sink in for a second. 300 and. 23 videos. It's hard to. Doesn't that's, even uh, seem. Dude, that's, that's pretty big. That, that really shows consistency. Yeah, it does. I think, you know, that's what I, I want to really contribute a lot of the show's early success to consistency, making that mark every night. And, you know, having that be something that people could depend on, I think really, really uh, set me apart from a lot of other projects people had going on. I think that had a lot to do with it, to be super honest. Yes. Uh, one, what's the main thing that we're lacking in the world today is consistency. I mean, there's no, I don't know. I mean, I don't see very much of it in the way I may be wrong. Accountability and responsibility. I wish it would make it a comeback. I'm hoping that it will. I know that things can change. But yeah, I think that's indicative of what people want. And when you give people that, they gravitate towards it, at least. I do. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm right next to you. You know what I mean? Because you know it's funny, Bengus. 
is that is one of the things that uh, in the beginning I was, like I said, I really contributed that to building the show. And as of late, I feel bad because that's one of the biggest things that I've been neglecting lately is that fucking I'm going to be here at X time. Uh, usually it was like, you know, 1130. If it wasn't 1130, I was going to be here at 12 o'clock. And then as time went on, 12 o'clock got to be like one. And now, man, it's almost like if I ain't got a guest now, it's almost like two o'clock before I'm coming on. And uh, in my opinion, you know, that shit's unexcusable, really. You know what I mean? I <laughs> I got people kind of, you know, used to, you know, this that regimen, and now I don't even fucking show up for it. I think it's kind of half-ass. Hey, like, you know, you don't always come across the finish line and break the tape. Sometimes you walk across, but you cross. See what I mean? And that's, that's what counts. Dude, it's like, I'll guarantee you, many people, much like myself, Start doing this. Eagle, Eagle's probably going to come on here pretty soon, so they start switching over now. So they'll go hang out in some of the other places for a while. And then they'll, okay, he's going to come on. And then they start going, is he going to come on? So they start getting worried. And that, dude, that's a good thing because that means they fucking care. And then, boom, he makes him go, yeah, I knew he'd fucking make it, dude. I'm telling you, dude. You see what I'm saying? So as long as you cross that line, and even if you don't sometimes, and there's a good explanation of why, you know, which usually is pretty spicy, so for good content. <laughs> What's up, Red Bill? Howdy. What's up, Johnny Canaseed? See you in the I see you I see you all in the chat room. Hello. Another great episode. I'm up here saying hi to you. Hello. I was thinking uh, it's too bad we all can't wormhole from inside a sweat lodge, huh? Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah. Get some good, definitely Why? would get some interesting conversation out of that. That's for sure. Boy, I just, just a rush of thoughts moved through. <laughs> uh, Tinder grows. What's up? Right on, you know, uh, some of the best conversations I have had, you know, and this goes to say, you know, something about medicine. I'm going to say medicine. I don't like any. I'm struggling for a good term here, so I'm just going to use medicine. Um, how what good can come about it versus the negative stereotypes. Uh, they come across with a lot of these drugs. Uh, like, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, tonight, tonight, perfect example. Perfect example. I knew tonight was going to be a good conversation. I, I kind of had already had that feeling like I could, I kind of could or have already connected with that gentleman. So, I actually chose to to microdose before the show. 
and you wouldn't believe how many, you know, and that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? When you think of, you know, uh, mushrooms and such, you think of, you know, crazy wild experiences, you know, maybe even uncontrollable laughter or what like that. But it's very possible. A lot of people use uh, psychedelic drugs for intellectual purposes. And I'm telling you right now, some of the best conversations I've had, I've had been on psilocybin, both cases, you know, and they've been just some of the best conversations, you know, intellectual conversations I've ever had, mind-stimulating conversations I've ever had. I've got some capsules on the way right now. I'm, seriously, that's funny you said that. I've been doing a lot of research there. Again, it's a new, something new to learn. And uh, microdosing has extreme benefits uh, with the neurofuron that is in, that's the chemical in our brain that actually allows us to think, you know. When you strengthen that connection, you strengthen the, the connection to everything. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm on board there. I'm like wishing I had my my microdose right now. I know, I just know that it's going to help. So I'm on board. I'm going to do I have two mushroom kits here, Bingus. And somebody was nice enough to send me spores with the first kit. And I've been looking for freaking three days now for them fucking spores and I can't find them to get them going. <laughs> I put them up somewhere in a safe spot, but that safe spot was obviously <laughs> too damn safe for my own good. I hide shit on myself all the time, brother. Don't worry, you'll find it. <laughs> it hit there, Red Bill. Thank you. <laughs> it was a good adjustment. Yeah, uh, I had a, as, as far as it was told to me, I, I didn't, wasn't there to uh, have an analysis like uh, someone with maybe a good recognition for all the different species. But uh, I had someone give me what they called uh, the, the Mazatec, same variety, the shamanistic uh, Mazatec tribe that's down in Oaxaca, Mexico. And uh, a lot of times, uh, yeah, it, it is a very chill experience, but that one, for whatever reason, had a open eye, closed eye, visuals, auditory hallucinations, paralysis. It was one of those ones where uh, you, you have the, the feeling of whenever uh, you, you think you fucked yourself, <laughs> you fucked yourself up or that you might have died. And I came to the point where it was like, I could let go right now, but it would be irresponsible to my friend because I need to have to deal with explaining to, you know, my fucking mom or whatever, what happened. But then I, I came around to it and the UFO sound that I thought I heard that was taking me up just happened to be the fan of the uh, Xbox playing in the background. Cool. <laughs> yeah, man. I've had a few of those experiences where I've thought to myself, is it always going to be like this? That's the worst thing you can do to yourself during a psychedelic experience. Mm -hmm. 
fuck, I'm fucked up. Is it always going to be like this if I've gone too far? That's why I kind of like to stick to the psilocybin, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. So I know I'm in that safe realm. You know what I mean? That if I kind of went too far, I'm just going to kind of excrete it one way or another. And I'm just going to have to ride it out. But, you know, some of the, you know, you can play with fire with acid, you know, or LSD, that's for sure. And never come back. So that's that's kind of why I cho- choose the mushrooms versus the, the LSD, that's for sure. Captain Mescaline has its capabilities too though as far as you know the actual visuals and going a little deeper into the the rooms so there's something for each one it's just a matter of how clean the source is i guess the capsules i have coming are uh 100 milligrams psilocybin and 400 milligrams i guess maybe micrograms of uh Lion's mane combination. So I've heard that that's really good for my neck issues. I'm just, dude, I'm, I'm like camping out at the mailbox, you know, okay, like, come on, let's go. So, I'm bored with that, though. I think it's the next step for this guy. Harley Drawers can help me out. What's up, Harley? It's seen in the chat room. He kind of got me in the direction of the lion's mane. Said he could experience it. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for the info, brother. Appreciate it. Yep. down off some apes as we speak. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, you can smoke some weed. Sometimes they do come on a little bit strong. The other night, man, I actually, I've got some tincture as well. And, so uh, tincture. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it actually, I actually went for that the other night. I'm like, oh, this is a little quicker. I'll go this route. And I held that shit under my tongue as fucking long as I can keep it under there. And it hit quick. It hit quick, and it was a pretty intense uh, first first part of the journey there. And it was uh, the other night. It was just a couple nights ago. And uh, Green 13 and everybody was on, and there was like 420. And everybody, a couple people started bailing. And I'm thinking, no, no, you guys can't go. In the back of my head, I'm thinking, you guys can't go. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do shout outs to do this by myself. And luckily the conversation went for like another half hour, 45 minutes. I'm like, yes, I'm finally in a good place to where I can do the shout outs. But if if everybody would have checked out like right at that 420, I would have had to go. I would have had to go right behind them because there's no way I could have held it together for the shout out. They're dropping out as you're peeking. Uh, I remember one time I was like, uh, I was in pretty deep on uh, one of the episodes of the Michigan Bros Grow Show. And I do the whole, do the whole episode and it's time for us to do our, our shout outs, you know what I mean? Our sign offs and shit. And 
I, I made it all through the show. I did just fine, but there was something about, you know, I couldn't do it, man. I, I'm watching everybody do their shit and it's coming around to me. And man, all I seen was like a freight train in that camera. I was like, I can't do it. Fucking flick. <laughs> and they're like, well, I guess Eagle's out of here. Uh, I guess he's had enough for the week. And I'm like, I'm sitting there still watching. I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I can't even imagine that. I, we used to think that about school. I remember like one of the first or second times that we did mushrooms. And it was, we were, like you said, at such a, a chill state, the good type of uh, effect you get from that. We're like, hey, this is nothing. We could go to school like this. And then I started thinking around like, uh, and then it made me think of that, what you just said, exactly what it'd be. You'd probably run out of there screaming. Definitely Red Joe, can you see the chat? No, I can't. Sorry. Somebody was asking. Spiky. Spiky. No, you can't see the chip. No, oh, that, there was there wasn't a question. Just asking if I can see the chat. Yeah. <laughs> well, ever since you popped in, they were like nice to see you. Oh, nice okay. To see you again. Yeah, it's good to yeah. see everyone in the chat. I'm glad that everyone's here, and I'm glad I'm here. If I could uh, see the chat, I'd uh, would have caught that. So, thank you for letting me know. There actually is a way if you don't like looking at us, you can yeah. still see chat. You can minimize it and like bring up okay. the YouTube and watch chat. If you don't like looking okay. at us, if you want to see the chat, I'll experiment. You guys are all on phones. I I have a nice computer screen here. I overlay the Zoom in the chat so it's YouTube's right behind it. So. Oh no, Bingus! I'm not on no phone. I'm a spoiled bitch over here. Right I've now. got I've got a setup, man. I've actually got four four screens, actually two TV screens, two forties, two forties sitting here, and then uh, two screens below that, and then my mic and a hardwired camera and all that good shit. I'm set up to. I sure. Yeah. I can actually read chat with my blind ass from across the room with the, on the big screen. I actually will like even click it up sometimes so I, you know, can see it without my contacts and on there. And it's like, click, 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 click. Okay, I can read that. All right, I'm good. <laughs> Lucky Mike says he really uh, felt your story, Red Bill. So Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm glad that I got that kind of response. You know, it's uh, I've, you know, Bengus, we've hung out, all, you know, on Hangouts a lot of times, and I never did it in a format when I, where I went into detail about, you know, my past and like that. We always, it was always like a just open chat where anything that was a topic of discussion just got talked about. No one was ever like, uh, hey, uh, tell us your whole life story, you know, that kind of thing. So it was very weird because that's the first time I sort of did that. Uh, to anyone that you know really already didn't know like my family or any friends that i knew since i was a kid you know yeah it's uh it resonated which is good 
-hmm. when when you pure apart and you give it out that way there's so many people that uh how do i say this they we're not as alone as we think we are at times you know what i mean yeah i've been through a lot of uh arrest people go geez you know i can't believe that you've been arrested twice we have but see i have a lot of uh issues i have i had really bad post-traumatic stress which means you make bad fucking choices right you Mm -hmm. trust the wrong people you you know that's my biggest problem is i i really like humans and so i trust them and then i get fucked and it's usually more it's it's a repeating lesson throughout life you know uh what would i i was thinking of uh uh the uh, your your episode tonight, Eagle, and uh, a word that got um, frequently said was ripple, you know, the effect of the ripple. And uh, that's really why I got so excited to, uh, you know, start out, uh, reaching out to people again and just being more social is because I was listening to other people's stories and it's, it's like uh, it really, other people's stories resonated with mine and then it's so much to the fact where it has the same ripple effect, you know, subsequently, you know, which I'm glad to be a part of. I'm grateful, be, grateful to be a part of it. It's not only that, but it's, uh, it's what we were talking about too, Red Pill, with uh, mushrooms, um, mm-hmm. strengthening neurofuron, which strengthens your connection to everything. And I really, too... There's nothing happens, in my opinion, you know, by chance. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a definite thread that goes, theme, I call it, that, that we're playing within. So, um, in gratitude, me too, man. I'm very grateful. <clears throat> I got it. If you could, I'll be right back. Man, uh, those of you guys in chat that were in the last show, I would scroll back in chat there uh, toward, at the end of the show there, man. I'm sorry for all you guys that, uh, you know, tagged me and had a question or a comment there that I missed. But the uh, conversation got pretty good at towards the end there. It was a little hard to keep up on, uh, <laughs> on chat and I had the conversation. So if I missed well, your comment, I'm completely sorry. That that's a whole nother thing, you know. Um, what he was talking about, how uh, in his particular situation, how he was exposed to. I'm not even. I'm at a loss for vocabulary too, so I won't even know the whole word to classify. What he was explaining is everyone. Every, there's all different kinds of people and cultures that have the same way of accessing whatever realm. We try to get to and get some kind of download of information with and and it's literally it's it's everything to like he said occult practices to getting there with a drug through breathing techniques maybe through sleep paralysis uh other type techniques uh, you know but it's all a very weird ability you know or effect of whatever's going on so i i really like that part of it that was one of my favorite parts of the episode 
Here's smiling. How you doing, brother? What's going on, brother? How you guys doing? I'm doing fine. Good, brother. Good to see you smiling. Saturday night, fuck party it out. Fucking hey, man. It's rock and roll. <laughs> Work ready to rock, man. God, I, dude, I wish I had strong lungs. I take dinky dabs. They call me Dink Dabbersley. <laughs> Man, this is that funny. Uh, dink, dink, dinky Dab. <laughs> I was watching your uh, stream earlier, uh, Vingus, and uh, the clown it's fun show. To watch, it's fun to watch other people stream because I actually helps me get my uh, grammar correct with like some of these names Here's i've been you. struggling i've been i've been struggling with zippy pinheadle pinheadle i'm still struggling with it Pinhead oh god go, go for it there you go there's the olo on the back of it zippy's a great guy he's a good friend of mine we chat online all the time uh, very knowledgeable cat, old schooler, calls me crazy, which I get irritated with because he's older than me. We, had, we talked earlier today. He goes, hey, he, dude, I don't like you ousting me. I'm like, what do you mean ousting me? He goes, people aren't supposed to know that I'm older than you. I'm like, <laughs> so, you know, we have old men conversations. Well, it's funny though. If you go back, if he, he well, I'm sure he doesn't. Well, maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, watch the show every night to like the, you know, the shout outs. Either you watch them or you don't. But, you know, if you've, if you watch the show and you've communicated positively in chat, it's usually how you've made the list. Nine times out of ten, that's how you've made the list. Okay. And, um, so, Zippy's made the list. He's it's been on the show. Make the list, Eagle. I'm just saying. There he is. Yeah, it's Fight not. He's, I knew he'd show up. There he is. Fight me, Biggie. So, so he, so I, he's made the list, and I've struggled on the name ever since he's been on there. And if you were to go back and watch some of these shout-out lists. I've actually gave up on a couple of nights on his name. I'm like, all right, from now on, it's just going to be Zippy. It's going to be Zippy until I can figure this shit out. <laughs> but Zippy, you have been uh, in the shout-out list. Pinhead Olio? Is that what got you confused? Pinhead-olio. Yeah, Pinhead-olio. Yeah. It's like Cornholio from... Uh... I get tongue-tied right at the olio part, man. I don't know what it is, man. It's just... Too much. Too much. Yeah, practice your uh, Beavis in person. <clears throat> I am Cornholio. <laughs> He's a character, that guy. What Dude, those are good cartoons, man. That's some funny shit right there. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Do you remember the um, fuck where where the uh, Simpsons started? Um, Tracy Ullman show. Do you remember that show? The Simpsons was a fucking little skit in that show, man. 
Yeah, you know what's funny is uh, you brought up the other is uh, Beavis and Butthead. The kids, I, I walked through the living room, I think it was yesterday, we're watching Beavis and Butthead do America. And they were like halfway through it. They're like, do we have a finish watching this? I'm like, this shit's good. And it was right to the part where uh, uh, it was like the inter- the original introduction to Hank Hill. And it was Hank, and, and it which looks nothing like Hank Hill. But it's the voice, and it was him and her. I'm like, that's the original. They know who Hank Hill. No, that's Hank Hill? I'm like, yeah, that's that's, you know. And they're like, oh, no way. But it's same, same. They didn't even give two shits about Beavis and Butthead or nothing. Okay, I, I got a theory on that. Henry Hill. I have a, th- a theory on that. And uh, I have a theory that the Beavis and uh, Butthead takes place in a, a different timeline where you're seeing Hank Hill as a senior, you know, older than he was on King of the Hill. Oh, like he's retired from propane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It could be. They could be. So King of the Hill is like a prequel. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They went back. Yeah, the Beavis and Bud was way before King of the Hill. Uh, shit, man, that was MTV original shit right there. For those who you asked, that Hardy Gear is uh, uh, Alex's. IG, if you look up Hardy Gear on Instagram, that's his account. Hardy. I missed that one. It didn't pop up, man. I just got home and I was looking and uh, seeing you were live. And then I was, I don't know why, but it showed up that you already did the video with it. I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta go back and watch that. I, I know why. I know why. I'm fucking YouTube. Is like just like parents. If you're doing good, they'll let you be as good as you want to be. But if you be bad, there's prices to pay. And last night, I knew it was coming while playing that audio over so well over top of like, you know, the video. It's nice, but boy, I, they hit me with fucking every copyright they could hit me with because it was so crisp and clean without me talking, you know, really talking over it. Yeah, they were like, okay, this one, this one, this one. I got. I was surprised the video even played anywhere this morning. I got a list of it. They all, it was funny. It was like, like a whole bunch of like oddball countries. And I'm thinking to myself, why would the record company block out just those countries? You know what I mean? When it was like Stone Temple Pilots and a bunch of, you know, other music we listen to. And I don't think like we're they're listening to both the show and Stemple, Stone Temple Pilots and like Parable. You know what I mean? It had to be blocked from like everywhere that don't watch. I was like, ain't nobody watching from there anyway. Mongolia. Yeah. It was an IG thing. I, t- I did a music. Um, it was Eminem. I tagged some Eminem song to one of my stories on IG. And it popped up red right away. And it said, some countries won't be able to see this or whatever. It was something similar. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> whatever. If they can't see it, I don't know. 
I mean, we can't even say sorry that they can't see it because they can't see us right now. Right? Yeah. It's like I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's, they could be a little silly, but what I was getting at, Smiley, is because of the because I got the copyrights. They, I'm sure, because of the copyrights, because they gave me the copyrights, I broke the rules. I, they probably took me down in the no, the uh, algorithm. They probably knocked me back and probably took away some of my notifications. I've noticed that's how it works. If I get flagged, they usually fucking kick you back. Yeah. Hey, uh, Eagle, to change the subject here. You've gotten a couple different um, mushroom growing kits now. Did you get to see some uh, spotting mushrooms here or what? Yeah, I was just kind of telling that story there, Smiley. Um, I guess I will tell this story as best as I can, especially with my with Lexi in chat. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did. I well, the one person won the one kit and said yeah. there was like no no way. And they asked me if I would take it. I was like, yeah. And then things got a little squirrely around here. And I was like, maybe a bad idea. No. <laughs> so I kind of put it aside. And then I started uh, thinking, yeah, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. And then I started reading on Tanase's kit there that they, it should be used like immediately. If not stored, you know, you have to put it in the freezer, refrigerator, and it keeps for like six months. So I started to question if I could use that kit. So I actually kind of opted to go for an easier, what I thought would be an easier <coughs> kit, and that was the, Tommy's kit. And uh, so... Tommy, I went to go buy one and I couldn't find one, which leads me to a side story real quick. When I went to my local grocery store and tried to buy that uh, substrate, they practically tossed me out of the fucking store. Oh, did she? What? What? You want what? No, no, we have no fuck no. Said other customers and the. We have nothing to grow mushrooms with. Ah, no, no. Practically threw me out. And I was like, ugh. So I contacted Tommy and I was like, so we're up here. Can I buy one? You know what I mean? And he's like, fuck that, dude. I'll send you one. Yeah, <laughs> Give me your address. I'll, I'll fucking hook you up. And he did, man. It was like, oh, boom. Yeah. It was like days later. I mean, as fast as it could got here, it was here. Eagle, where you so, messed up? You you can't tell them you're growing shrooms. You got to tell them you're growing tomatoes. <laughs> uh, in, in the mushroom bag. Yeah. So, so bring bring things to current. Uh when I've got the first kit, it kind of came with what you, everything I needed, and I put those up somewhere i hit them on myself or I put them up and so i've spent the last three days fucking looking for them motherfuckers to get these kids going i don't have any idea i've actually like yesterday 
pre-show, I'm like standing on ladders. I'm standing on a four-foot ladder, like looking down on these cabinets, like maybe I need to change the angles. I just can't see from up here. <laughs> I still couldn't fucking find that shit. It's here somewhere, but I, you know, maybe I need to like, maybe I was dosed up. Maybe I like to need to like retrace my steps that way. You know what I mean? And try to figure out what I would have done. Then. <laughs> I don't know. They're here. Yeah, I know it because like one of the other things that really made me want to fucking get uh, going is I seen Kazoo. Kazoo had like fucking, uh, <clears throat> had his going and he had like four days four days he had some fucking monsters i was like oh yeah i gotta get my shit going i, That's what I, was I gotta get my shit uh, like going like what's the timeline on it all like you inoculate the spawn and then you gotta give it what a couple months to it kind of the mycelium grows not and then, even like a couple months to, to fruit is that how that works Kazoo had them in four days. <laughs> no, man, they days. don't grow that fast. They don't fruit that fast anyway, I know. I don't, it'll be weeks. I don't know. It's, it's quick. I guarantee it'll be weeks no, 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 before no. that stuff's awful. I doubt it, because even the kit that you could get from uh, Walmart, like, say, for the uh, Blue Oyster Mushrooms, you cut that bag open, you take it home, you cut that bag, you soak it face down in water for 12 hours. You have mushrooms in 8 to 10 days. Yeah, but those are, like tree, those are like already myceliumed out, aren't they? And you're just getting them wet. And then when you cut it open, it fruits. It's already ready to fruit, I think. I'm talking like you're uh, inoculating that spawn. It's got to grow out in that in that grain or whatever you put it on. You know what I mean? And then it's... Yeah, it happens a lot faster than you would believe. I'm telling huh. you that right now. It happens I'll be curious super to see. fast. Because that's my thing. I, I guess I haven't dug into it more, but I was just curious, like, the whole timeline of, from spore to fucking fruiting body, like... Because I would imagine the, the mushrooms probably grow pretty fast, like the fruiting body does, but... I think the mycelium takes a little while to get to where it needs to be, but I don't know. Be interesting, man. I'm curious. Oh, yeah, because I'm about there where, like, I need to get the bag going. <laughs> I need to get the bag going. is running low. <laughs> so I'm going to ride you on another one. Can we see the earth boxes? I've been wanting to see them things, too. I was going to ask you that the last time. but Because they're in flower, right? They got to be about week four in flower, don't they? They're throwing they're some past nugs. Four. Yeah, they, yeah, they're pretty fat nugs. But you ain't seeing it tonight. This, <laughs> there's a reason why the background's on. It looks All like right, a bomb right. went off in here. No, I hear I was, you. <laughs> I get you. I was trimming. I've got the fucking incline bench back out over there. I mean, you, if you seen what was going on, you'd be like, God damn, what the fuck are you doing over <laughs> it's probably worse to you because you see it all, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. Notice everything. I'm like anal about that shit too, man. Like, you know, a lot of nights before the show, if when I had the camera on, even like tonight, I did have it on during the interview, but I was like, 
you could see so much shit in the background. I'm like looking at it. I'm like, oh, look at all that shit in the background, man. This guy's got to be thinking, wow. But I do that a lot. Before the show, I'll like flip on the camera and I'll like look to see what I can see. If I can see fucking bullshit, I'd fucking run over there and pick that shit up. It's clean anyway, but you know, I try to keep it extra clean. It gets to the point where this is how noticeable. There was one time, in fact, I did this to Med Grower One at one time, you know, because I've you not always been on this side. I've been on the other side as well. It's like you notice things as a viewer. You tune in every night and notice things. And there is one cat, I can't remember who it was, but uh, you know, there is weights in here, you know, and I I do try to save it as, as I can. Somebody actually called me out on the weights one day. They were like, yeah, I want to see them fucking weights move by the next time I tune in and shit. They moved in a few days or chief. <laughs> I was like, no shit, man. They fucking, they're even picking up on that. Yeah. We'll have to post a little video or something. Shoot a little bit. I'm curious. Everybody else is curious. Oh, they're looking good. They're looking good. Do the bud porn. They're fixing, fixing to get stripped. I gave them a good stripping. Uh, it was a couple days ago. Fixing to go back in there and give them another. That's what I just got done doing. Fuck. <coughs> Plants are thick this round. Listen, I'm going to get going, guys, but I just, again, I just liked hanging out here with you guys and being part of the crew. Appreciate it very much. And uh, Bengus, appreciate hope you we brother. see you tomorrow. Yep. Good seeing you, Bengus. Yes, sir. Good to see you, Bengus. Take care, guys. Have a good one, Bengus. No, man, they were super oh, thick, dude. It took me twice as long, like, doing the their day 21-ish or whatever, you know, so... Well, I guess 23, but anyway, I was doing that that day 21 kind of strip. So I was getting them pretty clean. I like cleaning out all the little corners, you know, like even where all the little, I don't know, it's like the more you do it, the more you fuck with larfy buds and the harvest and you start getting more aggressive on that shit. You know what I mean? I stripped them pretty fucking thin, but it took me, I, I just took my time on it, but I was like, Fuck that shit because i've gone through them faster before and you miss some like in the centers of the scrog and shit and like later on you're dealing with that during harvest it's like fuck that fucking uh i fucking got some girls back here behind me and uh the led side of things that uh i'm gonna actually have to like this round I was looking at him today and uh, look, thinking about my options because they, they, they took a nice spurt on me and uh, they're pretty, they're pretty good size. And uh, so I was wondering, I was like weighing out my options. Like my, basically my options were like go through and like do like a normally kind of do and go in tabletop that girl pretty tough flatten it out nice or uh my second option would have been uh 
go in there and aggressively top. And I don't need the none, I don't need the clones. So that kind of breaks my heart to go in there and throw a fucking bunch of tops on the floor. You know what I mean? If they that's if they don't they're not needed, it breaks my heart. Even how when far, I do how far are we talking into flower here though? Or are you not into flower? No, they're in veg. They're they're still in veg. They're still in veg. Uh but uh so <laughs> so that's another option. And that breaks my heart because even when I like uh lollipop, it breaks my heart if I'm like don't need them clones and I'm throwing them to the side. I'm like, oh man, God, them, them, they, they're good. They, you know. It just breaks my heart to see that kind of material go to waste. So my next option is to just go in there and fucking uh, swazi that bitch right out. Just go in there and just strip her right down to the site. And see how that option weighs out. I think that's going to really limit my stretch and just throw nothing but nugs. And it's, you know, I've never, I've never done that. I do do a deleafing. I've always talked about deleafing before or defoliating, deleafing. I don't know why. I like deleafing so much better than defoliating. But, uh, so I do do it heavy, but not as like swazi. I don't strip her bare, bare, bare. I've never done that, so I'm kind of anxious to try that one once. I would. I mean, I don't think it's a bad candidate, and especially if it's already possibly overgrown, it's a good one to see where you're at with the technique, you know. But um, one thing I've noticed, Eagle, and you probably have too, but. Like, if I get real aggressive at certain stages in fetch, because so I guess I'll break it down right into how I'm doing it. Like, when I transplant, there's a row that goes under three, 315 metal, uh, ceramic metal halides. They're there for about two and a half weeks. They go under two 600 metal, 600 watt metal halides. They're there for three weeks and then they go under two of the, uh, HLG 550B specs, which replaced the thousand one metal halides. But anyway, so that's the stages in veg, and then they go into flower or whatever. Um, but if I strip those, like right at transplant, is usually what I'll try to do to get them to start branching. But if I strip them real hard when they're under the 600 watts in that next stage, it seems like they throw all these crazy little inner leaves, you know what I mean? And they're not like they never, it's like they come back with the amount of leaves, but <clears throat> triple the number of leaves, but they're a third the size, if that makes sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I don't know if, I don't know if you've noticed that or not, but if you strip all the big leaves off them all at once, it'll come back with a bunch of little leaves. Like it's, it's, they rage back. It's, it's not a, I mean, I understand the technique and training it, but it's like, I've kind of gone away from doing that real heavy strip in the middle stage of veg because at the end stage of veg and going into flower, when I go to lollipop, it's been making a lot more time for me trying to clean out all those little leaves that formed. Do you get, you get what I'm saying? And all the little inner branching that forms because of that stripping and the way the plant responds to so it's something to keep in mind. I, 
Right on, right on. You know, and I think that leads back to what uh, Steve Collins is asking there uh, in, in chat here. It's asking if I femme or do I just straight cut when I top there. You know, <coughs> if that's the technique that I'm going to do, and I do like the stacking of a femme topping, you know, when the, but uh, it leads more back to the problems where Smiley's talking about there. If you start femming early enough, you kind of get very dense in a lot of spots where you got to clean out. So if I'm going to top, I tend usually to just top, top. But anymore, uh, I'm not even topping. I'm not even really topping anymore. I'm doing the, I've showed Smiley, and I guess even. Uh, from what I've heard from like boom grandmaster level kind of does another similar technique to where he's stripping basically up to them top two and then letting have the bottom shoot up like that they that works so much better yeah well I actually just leave <clears throat> the top that the what comes out in them two big ones is what I leave and let the bottom everything else shoot up there that that method to me works so much better than topping. You know, I get such a nice, better plant structure versus femming or topping. So that's just my opinion. Yeah, and the distance, like you want the ones to catch up, will matter how tight you pull, pluck that top mirror them too. Because like a lot of times, those are like all the little leaves are kind of like out folding from that. You know what I'm saying? They all grow out of the center of that. So you can get pretty aggressive and even pull some of the other ones as long as you leave that little last little tip still growing, they'll they'll come back. They do fucking stress though if you start really getting the new growth leaves when you're doing that tech. Like it will it make it I think that's part of why I get purple stems sometimes because I get a it seems like the ones I get real aggressive like that on that merry stem it fucking pisses them off or whatever. I think the red stem comes from the far red and the LEDs. The extra far red in there. It can't be because the fucking B spec light is the one that's driving me crazy with it, Eagle. Huh. The minute I move them under them B specs, they fucking freak the fuck out. And I got to dial them way the fuck back to like less than what the 300s were. So. I don't know those two 550 B specs. I think I could have got away with three of the 300s. Enough, but the way I got them dialed down, it would have spaced out the boards enough. You know what I mean? Like, like I basically got eight quantum boards over that row in the two 550s or two 600s, I guess they are. But the 300s, two boards is makes the fixture. You know what I mean? I could have done six boards and ran them a little heavier, I guess. So, you know, I've been running the the plants that I'm referring to are in the LED side back there. And they've been running under 24 for a minute. <laughs> a minute. And uh, I actually noticed them starting to get uh, very deficient there from the 24. And they, they were in good soil. They had no reason to be deficient pH was fucking fine but still was fucking locking out and mm -hmm. so I fucking uh, got out the little leaf chart and 
not. And it was it wasn't just one. It was like I was starting to wonder if it was infection. To be honest with you, too, because it was like yellow and going in every plant in all every LED tent is like same thing. And uh, so I look at my leaf uh, key there, my and uh, it shows sulfur. Look like sulfur lockout. So I go back in. I, I had uh, my Epsom salt, two teaspoons per five gallons. So, and watered for a week solid, three waterings is what it turned out to be because they were pretty locked up. They weren't right, taking much of shit. They're pretty soaked. And I'll be damned if that Epsom salt didn't fucking put the things on back on track. Uh, kind of unlocked them. That's where the growth spurt kind of came out, man. That Epsom salt kind of unlocked it and fucking, they just fucking popped right back up. So I, I'm wondering if that's just one of the things that the LEDs, once they start going, you know, overtime past the, you know, the D, the daily light interval, basically. And they're kind of like locking out. I think it, I can't help but wonder if, you know, sulfur is one of the things that's being locked out. Well, it couldn't be sulfur because it has to be using more, right? Because if it were being locked out, there'd be an access of in the soil, right? And so it'd be using it would not help. It's in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the plants have to do like a... Um, I'm gonna fuck the words up because I'm kind of stoned, but the um, everybody refers to like photosystem B and and photosystem A, right? And then there's one of them they always call the dark reaction, and everybody always assumes that 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 is a reaction that happens at nighttime, which it does. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it doesn't, but but that also happens during the daytime. And if you look into photosynthesis and the electron transfer chain that happens during photosynthesis, if you if you look at the the um, what is it, the Calvin cycle or whatever, there's a the yeah. circle diagram. That, there's a Rubisco enzyme that's there, but but basically before that enzyme can be free to grab another, you know, another electron for that transfer to happen into sugar it has to get rid of the one it grabbed before. You know what I'm saying? So like, if it was an assembly line, the end part of that assembly line has to happen before the first parts of the assembly line can really go, you know what I'm saying? So like, in a light saturation standpoint, you have the first part, the light reaction part of photosynthesis happening really fast and really abundantly but you, you still have to have the rest of that electron transfer chain happen, that reaction happen, so that it's free to grab that energy in that chain again, you know what I'm saying? Like it has, it has to be able to get rid of the one it already grabbed previous. So the rate of photosynthesis can actually, is actually limited on the efficiency of that transfer and all that too, if that makes sense. It's an assembly line, man, it's a fucking factory. Yeah, that's why they call it a plant, right? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> the manufacturing plant. 
Did that make sense or did I just buy it? Yeah, no, it does. I liked it. It made it, it uh, whatever, was a good enough analogy for me. So I, I, I just thought, yeah, it's uh, instead of maybe like how we call it a lockout, in that case, maybe it was like a crash out or something, you know, like everything's everything fell off the conveyor belt. Well, and if you look at it in that light, you can lock it out or crash it out, so to speak, at mm -hmm. any point, right? You can over-nutrient it. So now the plant's not photosynthesizing enough to be able to use the nutrient you gave it, right? So you overloaded it on that aspect. You can overload it with light so that the plant's not able to deal with the light. You, know, you can overload it with whatever, water, mm -hmm. CO2. But it's all just kind of understanding how that plant's using it and at what stage it's keep it simple. But that's where I've really been down a lot of my lights back. Like a lot of guys talk a thousand QPFP. So anybody's got a meter, I'm actually down. I've dialed mine back to 800 and that seems to be where mine operate the best. The plants. And I think it just has to do with my environment. My temperature is not controlled good enough to run it or my CO2 or whatever isn't, you know what I mean? All the missing pieces weren't there to be able to function properly at a thousand QPFT. Maybe at a lab where they had everything perfect, they found the key to make it function at that. But mine is at 800. And I'm only saying that because it's going to ring a bell with somebody else that's going to go, aha, my fucking shit should be at 500, you know? So... These are aha moments for me the last few weeks. So. <laughs> I'm learning in chat too. I'm learning in chat too. Here, talking about uh, Epsom salt there in chat, how much, how much to use. Uh, Mike B was asking, recommended for seven gallons. I said three tablespoons. And that's because I would add it every watering. I'm like that kind of person. You know, when I feed, I like to feed every watering at a lighter dose versus <clears throat> you know, one heavy dose every so often. But uh, so I said, I said three oh. tablespoons. Ted Westport says funny, that's three tablespoons equals one tablespoon. And I thought it was all my all this time. I always thought it was two to one. Two teaspoons yeah. equals one tablespoon. But they're saying no, three to one. Yeah, so three. I've been missed. I've been mismeasuring for a minute. But it equal, um, were those yellowing from the top down? Is that what you were seeing with the plant? I forget. And you got purpling stuff. No, it was whole plant and it was from the outside of the leaf in. They were, it was actually, uh, yeah, getting neurosis almost from the outside in. It, it, it was the sulfur, though, man. Usually those leaf charts get confusing sometimes. It's hard to go, well, is it oh. phosphorus or is it this? <laughs> or is it that? Someone looks that's what I was thinking. Maybe it wasn't the magnesium. Maybe it was the sulfur that's in that Epsom salt. Uh, magnesium sulfate, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if it worked... It wasn't it just the water it mixed with the magnesium sulfate. Right. That's that's what sucks sometimes, right? 
That's why I forget. I think it was Medfit, but I can't verify it now. But somebody did uh, like they were growing, and they were using salts, and they might have been using raw, and they just neglected one. Like they they ran the whole line except left out the phosphorus to see what it looked like. They ran the whole line, left out the calcium, you like that left out one thing each time just to see what the plants would end up looking like. But even then, what usually I, what I think happens is like blackouts happen for some reason, and it's more than one thing, more than one issue happening. And so this they is, all, a lot of them look so much alike. It's really difficult sometimes. It is. It is. You're very correct there, Tyler. Even <laughs> when you're looking at that leaf key, you know, a lot of them do look similar, just like Smiley yeah. said. Man, I'd be fucking nail. I'd, well, it's it's a two-step diagnosis is how you need to approach that when you're fucking looking at your plant health. You need to look at that leaf key, start out. This is, well, I, you, I hate to say it, you need to. This is what I do. <laughs> Not you need to. This yes, is don't, don't fucking, you don't need to. <laughs> Don't fucking know who's telling you this is the way. But this, when I have a problem, this is how I approach it. That's the best way to approach it. Is I'll, I'll look at the plant and I'll like see the problem of the leaves. Like Smiley said, I'll kind of take note of where they, where they are because that's pretty key as well. So then I'll go to my leaf key and I'll fucking look at it and I'll see basically what my possibilities are. And like you said, it could be this, could be that. So I've now got a couple of choices. So now I got to go look at the plan again. Okay, yep, these couple look like it. So what's next? Location of the plant, just like Smiley brought up, because that's going to be your next key. Because the location matters. Is it up top? Is it down low? Is it the whole plan? Because now your next question is, to diagnose the next phase is is it mobile or immobile because that now it's going to be that will help you properly diagnose a or b you know that will help you take you down it'll at least get you a hell of a lot closer <laughs> you know depending on where that problem is and in my case it was whole plant and it's you know it met all the boxes software met all the boxes yo it's 420 so somewhere just to point it out. It is a good way to point out. I'm ready. Now. And so, <laughs> dude, remember that yellow plant? It's still basically yellow. It's growing, though. It is continually growing. Which one? Is it? You got a yellow plant, huh? Yeah, the light's not on right now. I wish it was on. I would love to show everyone because it's only one. The rest of the whole thing is green and the and it's like yellow through and through. It's wild. Yeah. Remember I showed you that one? You're like, yeah, spray some uh, aloe juice with uh, maybe some coconut water mix. I did. I hit it with some aloe juice and no cocoa water, though. I ain't got no cocoa water. But um, you did half of what? What? I did half. It didn't even come back half. No, but uh, but it's still growing. I didn't give up on it. I didn't delete it yet. And I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna let it finish out, see what happens. I I tried a couple of foliar sprays. Do you have the aminos? What's that? Do you have the amino acids from like Yeah, I got yeah, I use those too. I did the uh from um 
Russ Brandon. I used that that too. And nothing. Nothing. It didn't clean up. Nope. You have uh do you have some type of uh um liquid or dry seaweed? But, uh, I got yeah, some sort of uh water soluble kelp. I would try that next. Yeah. I'm about ready to just let it go because because I, I told you, right? That wasn't what I'm pretty damn sure when that <clears throat> it's hard to explain, but I got the new tent. I had my exhaust hooked up to um a temperature monitor that was in the original tent. So then when I got the new tent, I wired out my filter. So they're both sucking. The one filter sucks from both tents all the time when it's on. So when the one the temperature controlled one was on, I would plug it into the temperature control. And when the, when it flipped, I would unplug it and plug it in constantly because I didn't have a temperature. I still don't have one for the other tent yet. And I do have it. I got a fan and a filter too. I just need a temperature control. Anyway, Long story short is I didn't plug it in. The tent got way overheated. And I think that one plant got stressed to the point where it got funked beyond repair somehow. I don't, I really don't know, but it went south and it never came back, but it's still growing. It's like growing buds and shit, but it hardly has any green on it at all. What week is it? It's probably week five now in there, maybe six, maybe six. I think I flipped that thing on January 1st because I was thinking like, yeah. No, dude, I'm getting bad at that shit. I got so much shit. I use. So, yeah, first off, I rarely write the shit down. Then I'm like, you know what? All you got to do is take a picture when I fill up the tent or when I take cuts, I'll take pictures of it all. It has a time, you know, the day. And I can't even fucking keep up with that. It's just lame. (laughs) Then you look but back at the and you're like, what fucking plant was that again? No, that I am constantly on. I'm on that shit, dude. Labels, because I've had it. I tell everyone, don't be getting those stick-on labels, dude. I told this one person, I saw him on IG, they had the stick-on labels onto the containers. I'm like, dude, that shit's going to fall off. You're not going to know what, what. They're like, yeah, well, I did it already. And sure enough, like fucking three weeks later, I'm looking on their shit. They're like, yeah, this is a mystery plant. All the labels fell off. So yeah, I tell you, I write it with a crayon on the container and um i double look off. yeah it doesn't come off unless you wash it off and i wash off i wash it off every time too i like that but I double yeah, look. I was just gonna say i do the little stakes in the pot but then you fucking yeah you don't put the stake lose that sound or if you got three stakes next to you you know you're transplanting them and you got two stakes or three stakes i used to fucking use uh I used to go to Harbor Freight and get, you can get a zip ties, a, a color coded different amongst colors. different I got, colors. I got that going yeah. on too. And fucking color code them, but that you're only good for a couple mm-hmm. of strains. And then you got to kind of start coming up like a weird, you know, double yellow equals. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yellow, green. Then you got to make sure you don't lose your master key to that, too, especially if it's changing every round, you know. Yeah. If you got the mother's zippy tie. Oh, tied, no. Oh, no. It. Once you come up with a color system, that shit stays. That color is that fucking strain until that fucker goes. Yellow, yeah. green is fucking whatever until that strain fucking goes. You should just get to know yellow green is fucking whatever. I just bought a no mixing it up at that point. Of a thousand of those little white tags, and I got them. I can scratch it off. I can throw it away if I make a mistake, and I can write another one on there. 
The, the color coding is good though, because then, like, it, once it's on there, unless you cut it off or the plant grows around it, yeah, because, yeah, you get the mother with this green zippy, and then every cutting would put a green zippy on it, and then you know it's the same. But it that's pretty cool nice. You learned all the colors so that you could look across the row and be like, bam, there's, you know, four purples, two reds, you know, and three greens, and good to go. Apples or whatever. Yeah. It's definitely well, a nice system. When I, when I wondered if you took a cut or something, you could just quickly glance over. Yeah, there's a green tag over there. I got that one. Well, that's why I did it when I took the cuts off of those, um, the AK Blueberry by Cheesequakes. So they're all, the ones with the zippy ties are all that, you know, pieces of that from, the, from those genetics, different plants. Those are the only ones I did it with. I got four zippy tie black, yellow, green. And white, and then one totally unlabeled. But I got that labeled on the containers, though. I got five. I got five of those. You can do that with duct tape, probably pretty easy too. Like on the plastic pots, put a oh yeah, put the duct tape around it. You know, that's a good idea too. Those that wouldn't be too expensive to buy different color duct tapes. If you had six different strains, you'd have six different colors. See, like, Eagle was on that. It's not effective for people that are constantly popping new seeds, though. You go mm -hmm. like you're not gonna color code your shit because you're always popping. You need thousands. No, no, no. That's the colors. one fits all right there. That's that's that that's what you're saying. I write that, and I fucking actually that fucking that tag right there from the point. The seeds, okay, even on the seeds thing, it's got a strip, you know, it says blah, 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 blah. So next thing is, to, you know, each one of those cups will get a green, that piece of tape. And I won't fasten it to the cup all the way. I'll leave it just enough so I can peel it off. And then that tag goes from pot to pot. When I take that, take it out of that solo cup to the one gallon, I peel it off and stick it to the fucking outside of the next pot. <laughs> for before I do anything else, soon as I take that out, boom, 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 that fucking that thing goes right from that cup to the next pot. That's my next motion before I fucking do anything else. It's funny how that is. You get your you get your rhythm to it. Like I I peel. Yeah, I gave up on. Like when I gave I up on the things because it out right away. So we're not in there now. Double tag. How often have you watered down a fucking steak? Yeah, a lot. And it just like go ride the edge of a pot down in the edge of a pot. You don't fucking know what it is. Or or you've got it sticking in the top and you do that fucking transplant. <laughs> right over. You know what I mean? Because you do it right over top <laughs> of your hole. <laughs> and then you fucking, you know, you're watering and you get looking around and you fucking. Fuck is the tag? Motherfuck, where's that tag? Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's in the bottom of that hole. That's if you catch it in time. That's if you yeah, fucking just don't water and set yeah. it aside. Yeah. On your shit, five of them down. Set it on your shoe, Eagle. That way you don't. Eagle's fuck. doing kung fu moves on his transplants. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah. <laughs> don't do that. Nobody don't do that. Come on. <laughs> Bitches. <in the> <laughs> <laughs> We're on the One motion. Top. Fuck you, bitch. One fucking throw and rapid stop. Pull that pot off. 
<laughs> it's a rehearsed motion, I guess. Out I don't know. Slam. Out and slam. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. That's making fun of my process. This is why I don't talk about my process. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's years of practice right there to get that proper. Hey, uh, I, I have seen, have you seen the, or you, anyone use or see the uh, containers with the removable lids? So <laughs> you don't have to give it a Kung Fu chop. <laughs> I got the easy swap ones where they unbutton, okay. unfold or like a square one. That's pretty, that's the simplest ones I've seen. Yeah. I think these were called rapid stack, something like that. And they're like uh, rippable or something. Huh. Uh, was it Velcro or? Yeah, it could have been a Velcro one. I, I, I This was a, a, Ray, a Urban Raymo video that I watched. Urban oh, okay. My, uh, my easy pots are my AirPods. They're not easy pots. My AirPods were nice like that because you could pull the pins and just that plastic would open up around them and you could reuse those pots forever. I still got the fucking pots. But they were like the, the cone in and out cones made it dip weird for the transplant. That's one of the reasons I kind of went back to the nursery pots is because the old I actually learned it from Mr. Tight. More people remember it from Med Grower One of like putting the pot down in your pot and then like backfilling around the pot. No, I remember sprinkling the whole growing in uh, yeah. the, kitty, the kitty litter containers. Did you see that? It works very nice. Yeah, yeah. nice. Them things work nice because you can put them all nice and tight. But that, yeah. you know, you can pull out that nursery container, you mm -hmm. know, put micros in your hole and then you can do that. Well, know, I just always, like I said, the boom, right down into the hole, that fucking spike. Boom. One thing I'll never do it's, though, or, or that I'll always do, I'll never stop doing is using an extra pot as a template though, for sure. Backfill around a pot, just remove it and then it just yeah. slide right into the pot. Yeah, that's I agree with that whole argument. Uh, yeah. I'm off that. My shit gets well, root-bound, man. I was telling Smiley all day, I'm, I'm, I'm taking off a quarter inch all the way around that shit, no matter what. Even if it's probably good, fuck it. Fuck it. No, it's good. No fear. Cut them roots. They don't need them. So, yeah, do you guys remember I was saying I got organic French lentils to feed my worms? I don't know if I told you. They're but I, I, I was like... Fancy. Well, no, that's what the fuck is dude. I don't know. Like dainty. for the French green lentils. Okay, so yesterday was language. Today is the French lentils. Gourmet meal for the words. I'm learning more from anyone than Tao right now. Go ahead, man. French. No, but so I knew from, I don't know, from, you know, common knowledge in my lifetime that like if you get the lentils you got to soak them. usually you got to soak them right if you're going to eat them yeah cook and them. like when i open them up I'm like yeah they're dry i'm like i'm going to soak them so that like you know they'll be soft when i feed them to the worms so 
I fucking put water in, bro. The shit swelled up. The shit swelled up big time, dude. It was like bursting at the sides. So cool. <laughs> but anyway, now they got all little root tips on them. They're all fucking growing. <laughs> so that's a good for problem. some reason. I just pictured your worms exploding from fucking <laughs> gassing. Like the birds, you feed the birds. Yeah. Alka and shit. Yeah, Watch Alka them Alka. They fly away. <laughs> My fucking worms are exploding for some reason, man. There. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> no, that's. I don't think they would start growing, but they are all growing. I'm thinking that's about awesome planting some lentils, man. How do they grow? What? Are, how long would that no. take? When you're sprouting seeds and you're soaking them, they expand like a motherfucker. <laughs> like a third right. container, a third maybe, at the most. Fill it with the seeds and then put water to it. When I want my seeds to grow a tail, they don't. When I don't give a shit, they just fucking all start growing. So the worms loved it? What? They dancing? They I don't know. I just I just put them in. They like I put them in that one side. We all gotta go buy out all the French lentils. They can't be American know, but... lentils. Why does it gotta be French ones? Dude, I don't know. It was the Can only we... one that was organic. <laughs> I told Man, you my organic. <laughs> My worms and my marijuana plants eat better than me, all right? I have some, uh, it's all part of the program. Yeah, Tao, you ever open up that worm bin and they ask you for some gray poopal? <laughs> no, but it, they've been asking for foie gras, apparently. Foie gras. Yeah. Pardon me, sir. Do you have some gray coupon? Oh shit! <laughs> there they are. Them look like them don't oh, look man. like lentils. Those look like Italian lentils. Are you sure you got they the right? They ripped thing? you off, Tal. Yeah. Well, it says French on the bag, but I don't know, man. They kind of look like Italian. You see, I got like robbed. They the old beaten switch. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. They're all growing, man. I like it. So what are you going to do? Are you going to blend them up or are you just going to throw them in there and grow? Lentils? I'm just throwing them in there. You're going to have a bunch of so, them out of your worm bin. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> when you get them like that, do you have to wonder if like GMO, is GMO a factor on that? Does it say non-GMO on that bag? Feed your worms, high level, dainty they're, GMO. They're, they're organic shit. and French, but they are GMO. No, they can't be, right? Shit, France is hot, tougher on their food, I think, than America is. Oh, for now, sure. now you got me reading the freaking bag. Well, that could be just a strain, just because they're French. The French don't mean they ain't grown here. Right. right. We're just going to call them French and organic. Some dumbass will buy them and think. <laughs> <laughs> Some dumbass American will buy them. Oh, see, that was really bad French accent. That was your French He's accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you guys. Oh, oh man, I'm sorry, man. We're just I, I thought that was you doing the impression of us doing your impression. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I got weed, man. Nothing oh, bad. Fuck, man. <laughs> 
It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't say where they're grown. It just says French green lentils. It's got to say, right? The product from somewhere? You'd think so. Product Spain, product of Mexico. Somewhere. California. So what made you, oh. all right, what made you go off the, like, into like beans for your worms. Lentils are high in phosphorus. phosphorus. And I didn't have a good phosphorus source in my earthworm uh, <laughs> castings. How can I keep feeding them like kelp? Like coot uh, suggests. Do you feed them kelp? I did. I have. I ran out of the kelp. I need to go fetch more kelp. I need to fetch a couple of things. Yeah. Do uh, do, I've been anyone... feeding them cantaloupe. Sorry. I was going to ask, uh, has anyone heard of uh, the green part of a watermelon is uh, good? Is that a special thing that you use or can feed to worms? I don't know how special it is, but I, I've, I've fed them the whole things. I feed them the whole things. But the watermelon's too wet, so you got to, well, it's not too wet. You just got to, like, compensate for how much juice is in that and all that stuff. But yeah, you know what doesn't you know what doesn't disappear for a long ass time? The skins, skins of the pear. I put pear in there. The skins are still there. The skins of a cantaloupe, that like um, beige color uh, netting that's around the outside of a cantaloupe. That shit's still like intact. And you ever put a tomato in there, Cole? Like no. one that rotted on you in the fridge or something? <laughs> oh, why? You, like deflate it like a balloon. <laughs> And does the skin stay or no? Yeah, the skin stays. It's like a balloon. Yeah, yeah, why? The skin of fruit must be like impervious to bacteria breakdown or something, dude. It's I think crazy. It's, well, it's the higher lignin and tannin, and it's the tougher material, right? Like it takes the more fungal stuff to break it down. I guess so, yeah. And the hemp store. Don't break down for shit either in there. I've had a couple buried, and I, I like see how it's they're still there, dude. That shit is persevering, man. Hemp stalks are uh, last a long time. Yeah, they don't just tear everything up. It's all there. The worms are just scooping up the sludge that the biology is leaving. To my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they said. They ain't got no That's why, teeth. Yeah. So like it, you know, like if it takes longer to break that stuff down. It's just more, it's like more dense material, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, all that other shit, just water, basically. A lot of, like, fruit, a lot of stuff you put in there is just water. Yeah, but that's... Even the leaves. Oh, I was going to ask you, maybe you know this, Smiley. So, like how you want nitrogen, carbon, whatever ratios for your worms or any compost... When the leaves are dry and they're green, is it carbon or is it nitrogen? Because I think I know, but... I believe it's going to be nitrogen, anything green. Yeah. Right. Is it, is it still that, like an intact leaf or are we talking so dry it's like powder now? Well, either way, I think if it's green, it's cons- it would be nitrogen. If it's brown, it's carbon. But right. I'm saying either or because I got both. I got fresh green ones and I got... One's now that are powder, pretty much. 
that are going into the worm bin. And thank God I got my my plants because I need all those leaves to keep feeding them. They're running out. I need to go make a run tomorrow. But yeah, I tell you guys, I, I'm telling you, I coots mix. But oh, here's another thing. I think it's like here's a theory of mine. I think the earthworm castings in, inherently have a shit ton of nitrogen in them. It appears, and like almost my plants didn't really fade much at all. The ones that I ran in this mix, and. I think it's not only because I didn't let them go long enough, but that could be, you know, probably everybody should let their plants go another three weeks, probably. But I digress. But my thought is now I need to get them bigger. I want them bigger in the containers, properly sized for the containers, and they'll use up all that nitrogen, I think, and it'll just be better off. But Kutz's mix is also, I think, lacking in some phosphorus. So that's another thing. I'm, I'm adding fish, fish bone meal minusculely to the earthworm bin, but I'm in like a half a cup when I go to the transplant spot now, when I transplant it in there. And and, and a pinch of uh, some guano, either bad or I have seabird guano. And that's it. That's, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Bam, bam, there it is. And it'll help everything out. Yeah, bam, bam. Dude, so listen, and then here's another thing. Plants could be stupid, beautiful, healthy, and not yield like tomato plants if they're have way too much nitrogen they won't make fruit and shit so there's some i think to that too so mm -hmm. there's lots of that actually yeah so well, that's uh, tomatoes, yeah you can see it visually well, i bet you it's a more effective pattern right fruit and form at the same the same uh size and color ripen at the same similar time so if you see one that's like red at the top and they're real big at the top of it and then they're small and green at the bottom, that's a indicator of like nutrition and, and balance. Earlier when we were talking about the uh, identifying the nutrient deficiencies or blackout or whatever it could be, I was thinking is, is there any deficiency that's beneficial to the end result? And now just thinking about that again, the only one I can think of is nitrogen. When, would you agree that maybe a little early fade or early nitrogen deficiency at the very end is beneficial or not so much? I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends. Like, you know, if you think, you know, the plant's trying to make cells, right? Like even when it's fruiting and it's trying to densen up its flower or whatever you're trying to expect it to do, I think it's still using... You know what I mean? It's using energy and nutrients to do that, right? Like, I don't know. So I, I don't know that you want to starve it right away, but. Not from the start, but in what, make sure it's the first thing that's depleted before anything else. Before you have any calcium, oh, sure. yeah, phosphorus, well, anything. The first thing to maybe be, be left out of the plant by the very end would be nitrogen. Yeah, ones that it could use, suck out of itself and move to the top. So that wouldn't be as bad as one, a nutrient that it can't move, an immobile one probably, right? Say, say no earlier than like day 42 on a usual eight or nine week. Right. Well, I, nitrogen intakes, anytime that I've ran like a, a good regular regimen that's, you know, high in nitrogen in a flower, uh, always throws that nanners early 
in flower week four week five and if not the other the other if it, if you don't pull back or i've noticed the other side effect of not pulling back on the nitrogen in flower is like uh your buds will tend to form and then like to want to take off again you know what i mean they just don't want to the stop they just kind of the yeah the white hairs just keep going and going and going they never really want to seem to ripen up so yeah that's all right that's something that i always kind of that's kind of a intuitive thing i kind of always thought yeah that's i don't you know now that i'm in the um the organic stuff i don't i don't give them too much after i'm basically mostly only water every once in a while hit them up with the but um the amino plus from brandon you know maybe some follow feeding maybe a little top dressing when i've hit them into flour but when I was doing the salts, they, some of them claim you should start with the flour fertilizer like a week before you put them into flour. And some mm-hmm. say you should use half flour and half uh, veg nutrient for the first week of flour. So what do you? what's the new science on that as far as the salts go? What are they preaching? Maybe just the very first feeding. Like if you time it on the day one, you're feeding equal. You're feeding all the time by saying a w, uh, DWC thing, but let's say if you're still top dressing, either you know by wand or hand feeding or aut- automated system, and if you can time when the plants are thirsty and you flip the switch at the same time, maybe just give them the final last bit of veg nudes on day one, just to maybe give them a boost of whatever growth you know growth side of things are there. Right. Right. I'm I'm right there with you, but I'm like the whole first week, week and a half, veg. She's stretching, she's growing. Why not give her that nitrogen and then pull it back? You know what I mean? Why pull it? Why take it the opposite way, and then starve it through the stretch for nitrogen? Right, make her hurt for something when she's gonna really use phosphorus and too much phosphorus and veg can cause problems, can it, Smiley? I know that's usually when you see a large amount of phosphorus and veg plants are usually nice, dark, 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 dark green. And that's usually when you start seeing the multi-fingered leaves. Yeah, that's usually when I've noticed them, when you start seeing the the 11s and 9s and the odd numbers large numbers of fingers is usually from a, a high amount of phosphorus is usually behind that but yeah, and I veg know, i find I that it's, it's a waste just, isn't it well yeah yeah i mean <laughs> you're gonna throw everything out of balance it's all about keeping it in a balance so you go that's the thing like you don't you know you're not if you look at the nutrient programs that are out there, that's why they switch from a veg formula to a bloom formula because they're trying to, like that's the research that they do is keeping all those macro and micro nutrients in a balance, you know? Like they were talking about that on the GML show and Wolverine was kind of talking about that. That's why he's gone away from adding like CalMag to certain mixes and he's actually gone into like adding more of a I forget what nutrient line, but the B or whatever it is, 
they'll do a two to one on the B to A instead of a one to one or whatever, you know. And that that B part of the formula, when you dig into it, it has the cal or whatever it was that he was adding. So by increasing that, he's just kind of touching that balance up a little bit. That, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's my best understanding. I don't run the salt, so I'm not trying to talk like I know, but I'm, you know I, I, mean? I think when I'm, I'm doesn't I can compare this. Need, need potassium early in flour can cause a low decrease in yield. I know that. So, so if you come I, out, I think that it, it can be applied to organic and salt, definitely, though. Yeah. Same concept. Well, that's been the big thing I, was, I learned is coming at it too soon in flour. Like even like as the buds are starting to develop, if you really hammer it with a potassium, high potassium, you just kind of kill everything and what it's trying to do. Yeah. What were you gonna say there, Red Pill? You got um, you little gun shy yet? You gotta learn to jump in there, brother. <laughs> No, I, I was going to say, because uh, I really, it's what's driving the conversation and what would, you know, what the plants would tell me would be the fade, you know, and I don't know how big of a deal that really is and how important it is, but we're talking about end results and the, you know, at the, where we thought either we were the most satisfied or we thought we could diagnose the plants the most happy, uh, timing the fade and all that, you know. You know, is where I'm getting this idea. You know, so, but it can be com compared to organic and salt growing, because you're you're giving the plant what you know what it wants at what time in the growth cycle or in the flower cycle stays the same. It's just different inputs, you know, and a completely different concept or um, ideology of where you get them from and how you deliver it to the plant and and all that. That's why I tried, I've been trying to time top dressings similarly. And I've been writing down what I've been putting on just because like, then I can flip back. If I see something late in flower, I can flip back all the way through into like veg, what I top dressed on that row and, and veg even, you know, so some of that stuff releases at different times. And that's kind of where like I was doing for, for an example, I was doing two tablespoons of the fish bone meal when I when I flipped the flour. Well, now I'm doing one tablespoon of fish bone meal two weeks before I flipped the flour. And I'm doing a second one as I flipped the flour. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like half of it's starting to break down and be available a lot sooner than the other half. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just an example. I mean, I'm not. But you're diagnosing the what the plan is asking for, and you're addressing it how you know you're you're basing it off of what you see and given the amount of time and yours in that in in an organic setup where you do need time to break things down uh, versus you know in DWC or salt then it's immediately or you know almost instantaneous uptake or change and so. Work. How about this, Smiley? Why don't you want to add a container at the beginning? What do you mean, like that fishbone meal? 
Yeah, when when you first transplant it into the container that it's going to be in for flower, why don't you add it in then? I mean, you could. It's just um, I don't try to overwhelm it. Like uh, I look at it like um, like maybe a kid trying to eat a meal, right? Like like my one year old grandson. I'm not going to cut up a T-bone steak, big chunks of it, and try to jam it. You know you're, what I'm saying? Like, you're going to grow up a, a man or a boy. Well, I, I'm just trying to think of a good example. No, I'm I'm like, like uh, you know, having it all in there, right. like the super soil mix that? has it all in there. But when they cook it, that kind of it, it gives the biology a time to process yeah. what you put in there, you know, without right, the right. plant being affected by it. So so that's an important step of trying to do that with that style. Like, and if okay, I guess, yeah, top I dress it, it's a real yeah. similar thing if you go really aggressive. One more thing to add to where I've, I, I kind of engineered kind of what we're talking about. And if it's, you get to, if, if you get to run multiple strains uh, back to back or you're keeping it around. And if you are growing in a living soil or super soil or a, an amended soil type setup, there's two intervals that you engineer to kind of time everything what we're talking about at the same time. And it's size of the pot and how fast the plants metabolize based on the subject we had earlier about the type of light and how much you're giving it. So there's multiple plants that if they have a slow metabolism, um, uh, you can put them in a smaller pot because they're gonna go through that same volume of super soil slower versus a plant with a real fast metabolism going up a few gallons on the pot size because that's all the food that there is to go off of. If you're only pre-mixing soil and then not amending it during the growth cycle of the plant. That's the, cause I do that. I, I the sub cool super soil method pretty much. I didn't ever add any inputs after I mixed the soil other than top dressing compost. So I found that uh, in like a Bubba Kush setting, Bubba Kush was a slow metabolizing plant. It did really good in a, a three gallon pot. Um, kosher Kush, probably was more faster, but did better in a five gallon pot. So it, it would look weird if you did want to use that. Um, and that's one thing that you did one niche that you had in your grow room or whatever. It would look very weird opening your tent or showing someone, you know, at the grow room. And then they're asking, why do you have four different pot sizes for like 15 different plants? But that would be the reason why. Look kind of goofy, but you would be dialing in the nutrient uptake of the plant in super soil based on the, you know, how much it's eating and how much food there is for it to eat. If you're running multiple strains uh, in a room. You know, yeah, you gotta know, you gotta know those strains too, that means, you know, but the only reason I asked that smile is because, like, I realized a long time ago, once you, if you have it in the five gallon container and you don't never water off water to run off where it actually runs off, whatever is nutrients is in that container will be there till the, you know, like, if you add it at the beginning or in the middle or at the end, if you put it in the beginning, it'll still, they'll, they'll be there, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's either there in the soil or stored in the leaves. So, 
but like Smiley's saying, you make it too hot, and then the roots ain't happy, and and then you let it you let it cool off. The plant eats a bunch of it, and then you add some more on top, and it might be happier. What's the microbes eating it though? That's what I'm trying to think of as a good way to kind of <laughs> right, right. dynamic into it because, like, like we always yeah, I was thinking about how we always think of nitrogen and and form of of uh, aminos or, or excuse me, ammonium or nitrate, but organic forms of nitrogen work way different than that, and it's like like what Red Pill was saying with the compost when you're adding that organic material, that's that's nitrogen, that's phosphorus, mm -hmm. that's potassium. It's all these things that the plant needs to grow. It's just got to kind of be peeled apart, so to speak. It's got to be disassembled I, in a way that biology does it to sustain its own life. But in those life cycles, it's releasing that to the plant. Like uh, Scott Skames always talks about the higher levels of the soil food web like nematodes like bacterial eating nematodes as being you know the actual fertilizer spreaders and then they always talk about bacteria as actually being fertilizer bags and i like that analogy because like when you're talking in terms of bacterial they're they're fucking eating all that shit to make their own bodies and to grow and split and make these huge colonies like like that's the other side of the coin we always forget about is like yeah we had a bloom in biology well what did that do that took nitrogen phosphorus potassium all the you know what i mean like they need all that yeah. in their lives too you know what i'm saying like so when scott's talking about the higher levels of that soil food web you know those nematodes come in and they eat those they for their own food too right and then they shit out the these remains but the the stuff that, yeah those are the microbial metabolites that i'm always kind of like talking about and it's all about the metabolites the microbial yeah. metabolites end up being the secondary metabolites of the plants and that's what we like so much if the nematodes don't eat the bacteria don't the bacteria just die and become plant available anyway and somehow no right. I, I, I think there's the thought is is a cycle in that way but okay. it, it, they, they could never do that faster than an eight-week flowering plant could, even in like a one-gallon pot with a big, healthy, developed root system in there. No, you yeah. don't think like a, when a bacteria dies, if there isn't a nematode to no, eat it? No, if, if you tested the, your roots at the, the last day of harvest, if you could test roots or, you know, uh, the outside of roots or somehow the ones that make it to the inside of the plant and live there, and I'm guessing they're that that's where they're at the peak because we're only we're you know fruit tree growers and a, a lot of other ornamental growers they have plants that almost you know never come out of the ground so those microbes are just breeding and breeding and breeding and breeding but they never eat all the plants food that and then there's nothing left for the plant to uptake it's dependent on them to eat it first and like baby bird you know puke it all out so. I don't think you could ever deplete your nutrients due to too much microbial growth or bacterial growth, especially for a cannabis plant like in eight weeks. Yeah, I would say you absolutely can. And the example I would give is putting wood chips inside the soil 
it'll steal the nitrogen because that's the microbial digestion they're going through to, to no, I, I, I've never put my uh, wood chips in my soil, so I never had that problem. No, I know. I'm just using that as an example. So you absolutely can, though. You know what I mean? Would, yeah, well, I'm not, because... ever, I wouldn't ever do that in a container. The only thing I like about wood chips, and it's that I don't know if there's a faster way to do it, but I've seen people where they just actually make mounds of wood chips. And then in like a two to three year time of moving the mound around, that's where you get. I don't get exactly what fungal dominated particular type of compost, but that's more what it's, it has. At least that's what I thought. The broken down wood, uh, redwood wood chips make a fungal dominated compost. Well, wood chips is all carbon, right? No, not all carbon. No, but there's no nitrogen in it at all, really. Yeah, like when you burn it off, like biochar is all carbon. Okay. So you've burned off like the other stuff, the potassium and nitrogen. But the reason that the wood chips end up screwing with the nitrogen is because what the whatever's eating the wood chips need the nitrogen, yep. and there is none in the wood chips. Correct. Right. But decomposed wood chips are good, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's already used that nitrogen to break it apart to the... That's like, yeah, even the biochar, you got to charge it, quote, charge it. I was just using that as an example because it's like, yeah, I mean, that's that's something common that people knew, have heard of and know about, like, you know, the wood... I have definitely heard that suggested to me, but I just, I've heard it suggested to me, but I never had the instinct to do it in the first place, so... I told you, I started putting some hemp stalk chips in the bottom of my containers. I just started doing that, Tao. I've been I'm not afraid. Stems. I'm, yeah. Like after harvest, when you hang them and stuff, and you, you, you buck the stems, I take those stems and dry them, and then I've been chopping them up, and I'm going to use that for my mulch. Let's see how that goes. I've been putting a handful into my potting soil. I'm going to get them pure certified, Tao. I'm closing loops, baby. There you go. Close them loops. <laughs> get the human neuro going. No, no. Oh, uh, dude, this one chat I want, I mean, I won't mention any names or anything, but yeah, they like making fun of uh, of all the bro science hippy dippy shit. But yeah, I'm like, I, I'll say it again. If it might benefit the plants, and I know it's not going to hurt them, I'll institute it. I got crystals in all my water containers. I got freaking putting crystals in the soil. As long as it's not stupid expensive, like... Just don't you know. put wood chips in your soil, please. Yeah, see. <laughs> see. Did you get the 22 gemstones, Ty? No, but I, I mean to. I meant to. What? He, they they weren't there. They, were, they weren't available. At the time I still think it. you could probably get yourself a fucking wet saw and some granite. Can even just rent a wet saw from Home Depot, get a block of granite, and just slice it up. Yeah. And yeah, slice up some diamonds. 
I think that would be a legitimate source, though. The guys that do the granite countertops and the fucking gravestones and shit like that. Hell yeah. They got to grind that stuff. That dust has to be there. They're dealing with it somehow, right? Let's go talk. It's in the water. Yeah, it's in the water. It's all in that water. Oh, yeah. You got to clean out that tray. It's like uh, clay, though. It's. That's how I asked. I kind of hinted it twisted one day if that's what was up. Because that's, I, I guarantee you that's what happened. I think that there was a stone cutter or the tile guy was fucking that wet cut it and he dumped it in a certain spot. And they went, you know, that spot of the lawn fucking really fucking kicks ass. You know, that spot you're dumping your tile water in. And it would make sense. It's got, you know, a bunch of just, it's at that point, it's it's almost water soluble. You know, that's how fine the particles are. I, it's should yeah. be pretty close to uptakeable, I would think. You know, it's pasty. Like clay. If it is. What's in your water. It depends on what the tiles are made out of the eagle. Well, Most that's what I'm saying. You can cut granite yeah, or whatever. Right, you can cut whatever, though. But, yeah, the gemstones, he's cutting, like, uh, you know, emeralds and rubies and shit. Yeah, those are yeah tell yourself that. You got <laughs> Some in every bottle. <laughs> Some close gold slogger nutrients. Yeah, just thinking, if you can, if you can <laughs> throw in a golden <laughs> container, why not? <laughs> I drink a lot of gold gold flakes in my day, man. Gold slugger for your plants. <laughs> I left a good gold slugger for you. Bro, I bet you money hand over fist today. Oh, man. You fabricate that shit. That's funny shit. I gold guarantee flakes. you right now. Gold you fucking, too. you make you some gold slagger fucking nutrients and put it in a clear bottle and throw some gold flakes in there. You're going to get some hoity-toity motherfucker at a grow shop that's going to be like, that's got to be good. That's <laughs> my shit right there. Yeah, this is what, this is you got to pay the grow store to keep it behind the counter, too, so it seems more valuable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On behind a lock. It's got to be locked, too. <laughs> in the lock case. That way it seems more valuable. Right on. Right and it on. takes two, two people to open it. They need two keys. The, one is the master. That's the it's got to right have... There. Look at They got to have two. It's they got to have... Manager to unlock it's that. It's all... Fucking the shit right and, there. And the thing that... The lock that they have to undo at the register. <laughs> Fucking retinal scan and shit. <laughs> they can't. E you can't even touch the bottle until it's in the bag. They'll walk into the front of the store for you. <laughs> we got some sales protocol going on right now, man. Somebody's taking notes of this shit. It's marketing one hundred and one right there. Shit, that is funny. It is true, man. I think sometimes the companies do that where they're like, man, if we, you know, we could actually sell this for $10 a bottle, 
But fuck, dude, if we put a $65 price on this, people would fucking think it's the shit then, you know? Like, sometimes it's like if they make it too cheap, people don't think nothing of it. Ah, it's too cheap. I don't think it's quality, yeah. Can't be good, you know? Dude, 0.001% gold and 99.999% inert ingredients. I'm I'm making it, man. You got to do it, Tal. I'll... I'll just filter out the gold schlager, gold flake, rinse it off with water, and put it in the bottle of uh, of water, and that's it, man. I'll do a little uh, chemistry <laughs> consultation and uh, tell you how to make aqua regia so you can dissolve gold in water. Oh. You Can't you just yeah. buy gold flake? Wouldn't it be cheaper to just buy gold flake? and? Uh, we, want the, no. we want the plant to uptake it, right? We- we can go the old school black market way. I'll just get gold spray paint. Oh no! <laughs> spray paint of get a squirt in the bottle. Spray paint some tin foil. <laughs> Shake right? it up. And fuck putting the percentages on there. Just say. No, I thought you're gonna just spray paint the plant. Fucking proprietary recipe. Percentages on there. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> We got it, man. We got this coming out next year. That's it. I can't wait for the launch date. Right? It's going to be Tao's icon taking a big bite out of a gold chunk. (laughs) (laughs) A nugget. (laughs) Not a a cookie, but a nugget. (laughs) I still think that's the fucking... Awesome emblem. You gotta change that earth to a cookie towel. That would be sweet. Yeah, I'll right, work on that. I'm gonna work on that. I can make that happen. I can do anything. Do the cookie, and then that's your sticker. For to the, get pregnant or gay sex. Those two things will never happen. Towels, towels, cookies <laughs> by the dozen, half dozen, whatever. Half dozen, yeah, half dozen. Do a three-pack or a six-pack? I, I don't want to run out for myself, so that's scary. What? <laughs> production. No worries. We'll, we'll make it happen, kid. Like I said, I could do anything. Start start, uh, start hiring the kids that are not at school right now and having them cook for you. Dude, are we ever gonna, is this ever going to end this bullshit? I don't even know. Like, I stopped paying attention to everything. I mean everything. I don't even know the weather. I don't care what the freaking vaccination spot is. Dude, I, I can't. That's just such bullshit. The whole, I'm, I'm retreating into my own freaking psychosis world over here in my gardens. <laughs> la, 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 la. So let's just crack more seeds and say fuck it. That's it. I did. So, I got them in the root maker from uh, the modern genetics. I got, got them all full with seeds popping, cracking already. Seen something today. Go ahead. No, in the, in the root maker. Uh, remember, the, modern genetics came on. Oh, shows the square yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, those pots. I got. Yeah, yeah. I got eighteen of them. Um, Fifteen are the uh, proprietary by AK Blueberry male, and I have three that uh, I haven't ran this a lot. This it's an OG Kush by Chemdog D that I have in those stables that I hit with it too. I have three of those going. 
and I also hit the time wreck and the Bruce Banner with that with that with that mail. But um, yeah, the OG the OG Kush by Kendall D. Its sister had Herms. That's why I don't bring her out a lot. But she doesn't. The one I got doesn't, and it's just so good, dude. We made bubble hash with that shit once, and yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You only did it once. Yeah, dude. Cause I, I, like every my one buddy wants to run, wants me to run bubble all the time. Fucking doesn't shut up. But I need my cookies, dude. Cookies prevail. That's number one. If I ain't got a cookies, if I don't have cookies, all my trim goes to the cookies first. So, you know, yeah, it takes some time to. uh Get the hash runs going. Yeah, I'm overdue. I'm doing it next week when it's in the 30s. I'm doing it outside. Like I've always wanted to do. I'm fucking. It's a must. It's a must. Now, what I was getting ready to say before I, while you guys were talking, uh, was I was I caught a fucking episode of fucking Strain Hunters today. An old, old episode. God, they all look so young. <laughs> Funny, you go, man. They all look so young there, man. But what well, I, I seen something I, it's just kind of struck me funny. And uh, what it was was they they were in the middle of fucking nowhere, fucking I want to say South Africa, middle of fucking nowhere. They had fucking, they were bitching about, you know, the travel company. They gave them a car instead of a four by four. It was struggle after struggle, struggle. They fucking showed these kids. They look like fucking kids. I mean, it was like kids. It's like tour guides. And they were like fucking bitching, like, you know, showed them like stopping going like, hey, you guys can't do this. Keep doing this to us. If it's another fucking three hours tell us it's three fucking hours not let's walk in three hours and then you tell us it's another two hours and another direction we can't keep doing this shit and so the kids are all like fucking and again these are fucking kids you know what i mean and fucking so they finally gets to you know they get their beans they're all happy and fucking cut to the end and it shows them like a whole like like village of fucking kids surrounded the strain hunters and they're fucking flinging out stickers and strain hunter t-shirts with some t-shirts i kind of thought eh, they wear the fucking shirt you know like, yeah it's close but they're all fucking running around with fucking and holding them up for the camera white widow stickers <laughs> it was all like you know drug or you know cannabis related and shit i'm like yeah i'm sure these 10 year olds are really great for this <laughs> cannabis influence and these stickers and shit it just seems so wrong to see all these kids running around with all these fucking cannabis strain stickers and shit it just like it was like oh this is this is wrong this is very wrong. <laughs> when you say kids, how young are they? I, I, they were young. They look like 10, 10, 12. <laughs> in the video. 
They were young. They were young. This, this, this was Africa. They weren't pygmies, right? They could have been, but I don't think so. Me and my pygmy pony. <laughs> oh man! Either way, it just didn't. It just didn't seem right. It just didn't seem right. That's better than giving them machine guns and said evil. Well, yeah. Oh shit! Smiley's having a coffee fit. That never happens. Yeah, I miss the strange hunters. Do they actually still do that without Franco or what? Or is that all? I don't know. I think they hunted them all before the close. They screwed up every land race that there was. Man, that to me, when I was watching that, it kind of fucking emphasized how important some of these strains are and some of the cuts are, you know, how special something can be like that when you're fucking willing to, like, travel to a fucking new country across the world. <laughs> fields deal with people you can't even dude, talk to. they didn't just travel that Congo one they went fucking upriver like nine days dude they were on a Frank con- died. it was whatever days but it was you stupid did. the fucking shit they went through to get to that place you risk your life yeah there's probably this if I would have I would have rented a helicopter you know what I mean yeah, I don't think they got them down there, though, Tao. It's fucking... Hey, I make things happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if a helicopter is the fucking at the rental store. You, you got to make friends with the military, wherever country you want to go. That's the secret, man. Yeah. My, my, favorite, my favorite one of those is uh, the India. Um, in the, uh, uh, one of the scenes where they're rubbing the hand-rubbed hash... And the guy tells them the story about why the place, the mountaintop or the field that they're on has a certain name. And he's like, uh, yeah, supposedly there's some bad guy in town and uh, he like stabbed someone when they were sleeping. And then the guy went over there, like his brother went over there and, and saw that the guy had like hooves for feet. So it meant that like he was the devil. And then like they named the top, that city or something. Or that Diablo. That, yeah, the the this uh, whatever dialect or language in India, this little village had. They named it after that. So. They just need some crystals. <laughs> I think Tao, you planted the crystals just so you could do that. Just start doing that. It's like man, I got to sneak it in somehow. Keep the, keep the devil away, Mama say. Right, I almost so. would like see how many times you can sneak it in on another show. Happy 420. <laughs> I wish I could. We could work out a payoff like that for every. Every crystal so you could sneak in. Crystal. <laughs> oh, shit. 
I don't know. I think that it's cool. I don't know if I'm jealous of that or what. <laughs> some, grandpa like some, great shovels, some grandpa smoked weed. <laughs> the custom-made oh, shirt for me. I, I see that. I see that. I dig the shirt. I dig the shirt. It's the whole, uh, the whole, the bugaboo I've got is the fucking grandpa. I don't know if I'm ready to support like a grandpa shirt yet. Oh, I know I'm of, of that age, man, but I don't know if I'm ready to admit that shit to myself. <laughs> Once you slap on that grandpa shirt, you, you, you've got to come to terms with it. <laughs> I'm already, I love it, dude. I don't care. I don't know if I'm ready. I kind of think I am, but I actually said started to say that the other day, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up, man! <laughs> You're just standing right there. I don't want no like aimless, you know. Want them just going out and getting knocked up because like they think I want grandkids. <laughs> it's a riot, dude. He's his papa now. That's but he whispers it. He'll go, papa. And he says it all quiet. It's funny. Right, but I, I come in the room and he gets all excited, so it's cool. You were waiting for that, though. You were oh. waiting for that. I do all kinds of crazy shit just to make him laugh. I stand on my head, <laughs> whatever it takes, man. Good thing brings out the kitty, yeah, again. Right, sounds like a good thing. Last, <laughs> some Mr. Roger outfits on Eagle. I don't know if I could do some Mr. Rogers outfit. <laughs> Changing the shoes all the time would be annoying to me. But. Oh, Eagle, man. I guess I am kind of Mr. Rogers. I got like my outside boots that I change into when I'm leaving the house. And then when I come in the house, I got fucking, I got my indoor shoes. <laughs> so I guess I, I think that would be turning into Mr. Rogers. I think that would be fucking funny, fucking smiling, fucking the organics takeover. Get, we'll get you one of those like leather back chairs. We'll get you a cardigan and a fucking long like Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> sweater vests are coming back. <laughs> Eagle man, that Agent Orange is stinking, starting to stink. Dude, that shit just overpowering. Oh, it overpowers the Agent Orange, yeah. It overpowers everything, dude. Is it hand cleaner orange or is it uh sweet orange? Right. Nah, right now it's a, it's a hand cleaner kind of smell. It's only about six weeks. Like I, that's the same time. It's not on right now. But man, I open it's it's absolutely it's in the front though, right where the zipper is. Whenever I open that thing up now, it's just like bam. Dude, the jelly beans and veg are smelling like that. I never grew out of jelly beans. Ones. I got like, why even run the filter? I bump into him and I was like, the other day I was working in around him and I'm like, 
bumping into him, I was like, damn, is that you, girl? Like, fucking do a stem rub on her and shit. I was like, hell yeah, like, that's, hell you. Yeah, that's you. Fuck yeah. I was excited. I'm excited, man. Them jelly beans got me excited now. Dude, that Agent Orange was the stinkiest. Um, well, no, there was one other one. Or two. There was two other ones that smelled smelled up the whole entire place, dude. I went over to this kid's house. He had he had it in his room in a drawer. When I opened the door, he lived in like um, he had to walk down like a flight of like six steps, you know, to get into his his place. When I opened the door, dude, it just reeked. It just dude. reeked. Yeah. Did you do you wish we like? lived in a time where that was like a badge of honor like in public like how bad you can make your house stink like weed and shit (laughs) like oh my god dude that's the most foulest smelling house i've ever come across you're the fucking man Dude, I remember. I remember back in the day. I wanted that bubblegum strain so bad, so like I could just open up the car door and it would be like smelling like bazooka and not have to worry about it. Oh yeah, I thought about that way back when. So, you know, it's fun. I guess we sneaked it in. I you need to say something right, Bill. I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, uh, just going off that same thing and if uh, there's any truth to what dogs are um, trained to hit on is beta caryophylline supposedly I don't know if that's true but breeding a strain where you get to a point where it's completely void of any of that theoretically would do what uh, Tao is saying because you don't got to worry about it if whatever the dog's trained to uh, trigger on you know isn't even there because you know they uh, especially you know anyone that doesn't know you know and uh is quite as uh involved you know or doesn't know it on an everyday basis they all think that weed has a universal smell right so they, they they think that they're training dogs on the universal smell of weed but that's not the case the dog supposedly it, what it's smelling the most and what it you know it's beta caryophylline so if you got rid of that terpene then you know maybe you could test the same exact thing you know you can just test and see if it doesn't smell anything or it doesn't care if it just thinks it's any old ordinary thing that it's not trained to given any any indication on then uh, that'd be pretty good i mean maybe not for long because maybe things will get better but if this happened 20 years ago it'd be great but i think people they did that in a way where they didn't know so much exactly if, like I'm saying, it was very uh, beta caryophylline. There was supposedly a time where breeders engineered weed to be a less, you know, terpene rich. And by doing so, if you're all out, you know, uh, lowering terpenes, no matter which one they are, then you're at that same time lowering the amounts of caryophylline. Yeah. So that's it's funny you bring up that in particular turf because I think that's the one responsible for what I was getting ready to talk about. Anywho, is uh, I started. Uh, I had to pull down that uh, the manje, the manja, the manja, Manage, delight, right? Menage, Menage Menage delight, Menage delight, Menage so yeah, I I still fuck it up. Oh my god! So <laughs> I know, right? Just call uh, her Maggie. Just call her Maggie. 
pretty it's called Zip, it, Zippo Head Olo. So, I, I, I had to pull her down because she fucking, I let her, I, I let her, I underestimated her. She probably could have went about another week and a half and she fucking collapsed on herself. So I had to take her down. She's fucking, she's pretty good. She should have sold. She should have yeah, said. she should have said. <laughs> so, and I, Tao, I think I think that's a possibility. But so, what do you what do you think is the terps on that? What are the terps? It kind of fits the name. I'll tell you that because I was like, even when I had her, because it wasn't as pungent when she was in the tents as when I pulled her out and had her in the center of the room. And all day long, as I've been walking around this thing, every time I come in the room, it's like woof. So, what what am I what am I smelling that could possibly? What what would you what do you what do you think you pick up on a string? The mind I don't know if you ain't liking it. I, I never I never had it. But is it a? Oh, it it, baby it shit? should be good. It's no, it's pungent. Uh, to me, it smells like fucking. Because uh, like you say, the mon the the manjitoa, still fucked it up. <laughs> So three way makes you makes you think of the sex there, but uh, so like what it smells like is it smells like bo. It smells like fucking bo and fucking onion. It's like the turps that kind of come off, or and you kind of fucking for me it's that beta caryophylline, that peppery, really peppery kind of funk. Like oh man, that bo kind of smell that's really pungent upon her. Smells like for me that's usually. A fucking uh, real high anxiety, a real heady, heady strain, and that's what she described was, you know, a super heady sativa that kind of made hit you hard, that kind of yeah. you shit yourself. So sort that's, like that, that's I'm picking up on it, even like whiffing on it, I can feel it like you know up in the temples. I've only had one other strain <clears throat> that hit me like that, Jack Straw, and that shit gave Ooh. me anxiety. I could hardly fucking smoke it. That was like. You- I my I had one patient. He'd go, "That shit's great for my anxiety," and I'd be like, "Practically fucking." Here's the whole plant. <laughs> there you go. Like we're good for a minute, it, buddy. Yeah, yeah, we're good for a minute. You let me know when you run out. We'll figure it out. You know what's funny about that is I have that reaction to super silver haze, if it's good. To me, that's the most uh, like kryptonite type weed for me. Like I don't want any of that. I'll smoke it and fucking almost get depressed. That's how fucking exi- much anxiety it gives me. Yeah, I was thinking that my smell like yeah. uh, X-Lax. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> X-Lax. <so. laughs> Did you hear that like- the story on that? It's supposed to make you shit yourself. Which one? The one that Eagle's talking about, that menage. Oh, hell no. I haven't heard that backstory. (laughs) Yeah, that was the backstory. That's why I thought he was going to say it smelled like X-Lax. Is it it like cocaine, you know? You got to go to the That's why I said baby poo. Like, yeah, I guess it's supposed to make you shit your pants. I don't know. It's so racy that that's what I'm taking. That is part of the lineage on the one side is claimed to be so racy. It actually makes you shit yourself. Hey, you know the last me, I don't trust farts. The, the <laughs> last train that I've actually uh, had that with um, was, I think it's either redheaded stranger or redheaded sister. 
What, where you shoot yourself, Red Pill? No, 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 no. Uh, the racy, <laughs> the racy, good old school sativa. High. <laughs> I'm just messing. No. Okay. It's, uh, no, it, it, I think it was either called a redheaded sister or redheaded stranger. It was uh, Tom Hills Hayes with Williams. With either, Wonder. Yeah, Williams Wonder. Yeah. Ooh, I bet you that was killer. Really good weed. I, it's back on my Instagram. I'll uh, try to tag you later in it or something. But All right, cool. Those are really good buds. Really good bud structure, really good, good trichomes. It would make good uh, screen hash, dry sift hash. Like I said, I liked everything about it. And one of the, it had one of those great terpenes, not so much on the peppery side, but uh, the dill pickles. Yeah, I've had that dilly. before. Yeah, I like that. I love that. Eagle, you're going to buy a so, bunch of the pens before you start smoking that stuff? The, it's funny you ask about that, Tom, because it's, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're in no. the box? <laughs> no, 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 but let's, it's talk about shitty timing. Let's let's talk about shitty timing here. Right. I am fucking me and me and Cannon will have words if it is fucking because <laughs> call it call it bad luck or whatever. But the way things were have worked out, the manje delight or whatever, the baggy, we'll call it whatever <laughs> fuck is what I'm like stuck with right now so hey, <laughs> that's you, what's that, you know what i mean i don't want to be stuck shit myself for like a solid two weeks because that's all i've had to smoke is a strain hey, and shit. you see me like in a week just thin as a wafer for fucking just god damn that fucking shit i just so that plant has a brown oh, zip tie on it right dude that plant has a brown zip. <laughs> right? some, some strains will open your third eye, ego. That will open your brown <laughs> eye. Brown eye. Open, open your brown eye. Uh, dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Yeah, I want the well, brown I'm telling you what. Yeah, well, if it if there's true to that, if there, if this is true, like I said, in the you figure in the rotation of it all, it's gonna make my brown eye blue. Not brown and blue. Uh. <laughs> oh no. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be just bombing. What's, if, what it's bomb. like because it, we're just like days away now. I chopped her down, so we're just days away from fucking knowing if Is I'm it in gonna the herbs have now? to fucking endure this. No, no, it's hanging. The, the, right. the herbs now is dry. You let the, it's hanging yeah. like Thinkleberry. Are you gonna are you gonna start eating a lot of uh, crackers and cheese and like stuff like that? I burn sure. up on it. <laughs> Make sure you plug yourself up before. No, yeah, like, fuck, man, to... I don't want to fucking. Smiley's got me fucking shit and walking sticks and making my toilet gag. And Day shit. three is gonna be like I, I I had to slow down on the coffee. <laughs> Do you have any strains? That induce constipation, maybe like the CBD of this THC poop weed. You, know? you gotta point, smoke it. Right, you gotta smoke it on a live. So when you start laughing real hard, and you also go, "Oh!" <laughs> 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 
Well, I've heard that cannabis, if you use a large amount, I've heard like a thousand milligrams will bind you up anyway. But say, so do you eat a thousand milligrams of this in particular strain? Are you like, is that a firecracker edible? Just bind you up until I can't take you anymore. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the true cannabis firecracker? I don't know. Oh man. These are all things I don't I'm hoping not to find out in the next few days. Maybe it is the cough that gets it. Maybe Chad's right. It's the cough. Cough shard. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever done that though? I've done that and it's painful. I, I used to fucking, that used to be my morning joy. I used to roll one up and fuck just sit on the fucking shitter with fucking one elbow on there. Fucking, and I tell you what, I have coughed out a biscuit. It is fucking painful. Painful. Fucking painful. I'm sure there was some tearage. There definitely was a tear involved. Uh, <laughs> I do not suggest it. I do not suggest it. <laughs> wait till you're wait till after. Wait till after. <laughs> Kill me. Oh, that was totally not. It was totally the wrong different direction, but yeah. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> Chad's fucking funny. Uh. I don't know where to go from there. Whatever keeps you regular, Eagle. (laughs) Right. Uh. That's funny. Oh man. You know, a good dabble to that to you too. That's a very good first day of the morning thing. Good dab when you like like snot nose and the fucking runny eyes and shit. Mm -hmm. Gasping for a breath. (laughs) I hope someone didn't do that. I hope that's not how they actually chose a phenotype. They sat there and scientifically went through hundreds of strains and all different tens, 10 packs, grew them all out. And they're like, okay, I'm looking for this very specific, you know, uh, effect that I'm going after. And I'm going to breed all the strains uh, together. Fuck me. You got to call it a shark, dude. If you, if you I just dropped my fucking piece, just shattered on the floor. What? Oh. Uh, yeah. Motherfucker, dude. That sucks, man. Should we play, uh, play like a song of like. I was just thinking to myself, backwards. I cleaned it yesterday or the day before. I was just thinking how awesome it is. You just cleaned it. That's fucking Murphy's Law right there, isn't it? I should have never cleaned the fucker. Fuck. <laughs> I, I'm just looking at it. Shattered on the floor. The, everything. The bowl. You know, the pull out is shattered. 
No, you can't smoke out of the. No, you can't use that pond. No, it's fucking. I could see fucking fifty pieces at least, motherfucker. See, it's like one of them carb caps. At least you can still smoke it. It just wouldn't be as improvised something there, right? So all I had left of the one I broke on there is the carb cap I still got. <laughs> the last piece I broke. That sucks, though. Fucking rig on air. Shit. That's. Uh, Does look like a nice little bubbler too. Damn. See, this was attached. The green thing was attached to that. This one might still be able to. Uh, I would say one thing though, Todd. You don't fuck around, man. When you set out to do something, you just fucking do it right. Yeah. All the way. Nothing. I fuck around, huh? <laughs> That's it. Oh, my poor baby. That sucks. So you gonna get one tomorrow then, or? Uh, tomorrow, the next day. That's close. Yeah, it's a necessity at this point. I love that thing, dude. I yeah, got, you're I not a that. joint smoker, are you? I am, but I can't be rolling them constantly. It's just so much easier. Pack. I like packing my packing bubbler. I like the bubbler too. The bongs. Bong is too big sometimes, you know. That thing could go wherever I wanted to. Yeah, I like the nice little ones like that. I mean, a good 12 foot, 12 inch bong though is good for, or or more. Two footer is good every once in a while. Definitely. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. don't have to launch for a two footer anymore. <laughs> the, da- the Daily Runner was that thing, man. That thing was my, I love that thing. Yeah. I won that on Pacalolo Perps. I must have hit him up like four times, tell him how much I use that thing on the daily. I love that thing. <laughs> That's right. I'll find one very similar. That's all. <clears throat> I have a. Uh, I got a little pipe from that I got from Chemdog cleaning right now. That took forever to clean because I had it since 2015 and never soaked it in alcohol. Just you know, I mainly only dab. So once in a while, when I did have flour, I'd smoke out of that, and it took about five years to get clogged shut. So I've been soaking that. Dude, that's probably not healthy smoking it when it gets that dirty, dude. Oh, well, hey. That just <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Does it start leaking? The worst part is when it starts leaking out the end, like by the mouthpiece. Where the you goober? Leaking no, out never, I never had that problem. I had the squeeze on your lips. But, dude, I've had ones that are so dirty, like you could. <laughs> You could smoke it when there's nothing, no nothing in the bowl. Yeah, that's how this was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got me through tough times. That's what I mean. It's yeah. good to hold on to. <laughs> I'm not. Too, I still ha- had. I went through that. I remember when I that I went through that. I'm like, man, I haven't smoked fucking res out of a pipe in like fucking eight years. For good reason, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you smoke good weed out of it, a lot of hash. It's that's what it's original. Well, yeah. Its original purpose was to be, I wanted to get those uh, cordless, make expensive ones like an ember. But if you look around, you actually find like tools of the trade, a, a cordless um, 
soldering iron. You don't have to right, buy right. a weed branded one. You can buy an actual whatever's real world application one. And it's like a quarter of the price. But I wanted to use that as a hash pipe. And I wanted to even only smoke chem and sour strains out of it. But that was too hard to do. And I, I got, the, like I said, have weed, no pipe. Got that one. It's not sour diesel, but here we go again. You know, it's getting uh, uh, whatever polluted or uh, in in um, whatever um, evasive species strains resin mm -hmm. inside the pipe. Dirty, dirty resin. Yeah, I wanted to keep it. A, it's a chem dog glass pipe. I wanted to keep it only chem dog or chem dog. Yeah, uh, yeah that would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been cool if you had some self discipline, Red Bill. I don't, but well, I don't. It's not. It's not just the self discipline, though. It's it's partially self discipline and not having the readily available chem dog all the time on demand like that. I wish my right. life was that. That would give me some discipline if my life was that happy. I mean, paradise. Yeah, it almost have to be one screen you're growing yourself for sure. The uh, I think I grew. If you count, yeah, I've grown sour Kush and I've grown a uh, space dog. Uh, my buddy did have a really good Chem ninety one clone, but that's the one he wouldn't trade and was all possessive about. I gave him the best thing I had in my garden uh, before the factory's like, oh no, I don't give my Chem dog clone to anyone. You should have visited him with a pocket full of pollen. And hit up that chem one with something that you would think it might work good. Back to me, he's like, something went wrong, man. My chem dog's seeded out. Here, you take it. Or just be like, I'll, I'll take some of those ones with the seeds. That's all right. Yeah, that's how my first plant started is I already had smoked the weed in the weed circle and had the, had it hit me really strong and someone was pulling weeds out, uh, feeds out of the bag. And I'm like, I'm going to hold on to those seeds because if this weed is that strong and it's seeded, it's worth growing mm -hmm. seeds from. Yep. I heard the story on the Eagle Show. I just cracked a few bag seeds. I've never really had the bag seeds pop out with uh, with any kind of like hybrid vigor though. Like they don't seem to do as just for me, I guess it seems like that would probably indicate more that it's uh, sometimes more likely it's an S1 because let's say if you have uh, two plants that are totally different and they would make a hybrid if bred, if it does get pollen from one plant to another, then that seed would be, you know, a result of two different parents rather than uh, an S1 pull, a seed pulled out of the same place it got the pollen from. Yeah, well, if everybody in that garden, if the guy's growing, he likes chem dog, and they're all chem dog crosses mm -hmm. or similar plants, it could end up with something that's the same, non-vigorous, but from a different one. But you're probably right. It's usually uh, I like that vigor, though, man. That hybrid yeah. is pretty, like, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's fucking beautiful plants when you see it. I'm telling you, I think that's why. That, well, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to hit the blueberry with the with the uh, cheese quake because I knew that the subcool never had any blueberry in any of the strains, so I he, knew that would add something different and maybe make it pop. He only made one one time that was called Batgirl. 
It was a JTR to Blueberry. Ah, okay. See, there you go. I didn't, I didn't even. And that I was didn't the really realize that. That was the reason he he made those, and he steered away from blueberries because the trait that they most uh, displayed was a thicker and more um, less hot. It was a thicker, more sturdier stem, and it wasn't hollow. And if you if he he was going off his notes where he was selecting males, and one of the traits he was looking for is hollow stems, because uh, someone had indicated that. It goes back into, you know, finding the yeah, reverse, of, the reverse of what happens in nature, and what makes hemp species dominant and intersect species dominant, and how plants can acclimate in just a couple of years if you leave them alone to breed by themselves, versus doing male selection, picking the, the very last male to uh, indicate sex and other traits, uh, mainly the hollow stem ones. They said that that's a direct recessive trait because hollow stem or low fiber producing plants would be the opposite of a dominant hemp, hemp species, ones that have thicker, more sturdier hemp uh, fiber producing hemp stalks. So the, the blueberry bred in the thicker, more uh, hardy stems. So they were bad to do further selections from because he was never finding the males that he wanted out of that seed stock. Yeah, well, I don't think he was thinking right because that blueberry is good shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but but <laughs> does it have more capability to uh, support itself, would you say? I don't know, really, because, well, yeah, the ones that I actually had back in the day, they, they held up on their own out, outside. Yeah, me too. I grew a blueberry outside. It was DJ Short's blueberry. I grew it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big. And it was a good all it, outside. And I, this was in Wisconsin, too, so it went completely purple, the whole plant. But, yeah, it had a big, yep. a very strong center stem that supported the whole plant in any kind of wind or um, beating up damage it got. Yeah, mine had like I topped it, or it got topped on its own, whatever. It had all of them had really like only about as tall as me, and they all had multiple heads on it. But they all stood up on their own and did good outdoors, really good. I like that shit a lot. That's why I got it again. I got well. I'm pretty sure everything labeled blue. You know what? I don't know though. I have to ask the AK Beans Brains guy. But I, I would assume he probably got, he started with the DJ Short shit. You could get the one from Lemon Hoko too and work that in. Yeah, I'm, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to get everybody, steal everybody's good blueberries and just cross them all against each other just for the fun of it. Dude, I've got, uh, I think I've still got some of the beans. <coughs> but I suggest, if you're looking for a blueberry, blueberry, I mean something that like, punch you in the face fucking blueberry the most blueberry and i've had some good blueberries like back in the 90s like 96 was one of the first most fruitiest strains i ever had was a blueberry mm-hmm. that shit was good really good but the uh coma creations both of them spelled with a k on instagram he was a tester for uh for sub and he uh he's got a blueberry and I brand both the blueberry quintessenta was his uh, CBD version, and the quintessenta was so fucking blueberry, 
that I actually I had the the original blueberries the uh the IBJ I think that's right the inbred line yeah yeah IBL ah it's a J IBL the blueberry IBL I had that which was part of the cross for the blueberry quintessenta and the quintessenta was so blueberry I went back and popped the IBL and that IBL is just whew, it dripped dripped blueberry i mean anything you know it was just overpowering so if you look for a good good i mean true blueberry is it still available we might i i mean he's still on instagram he took a little hiatus but i know he's still i know i've got a few beans of it if you can't get a hold of it well, see, my, my most blueberry experience was with uh, a bring back that Dutch Passion made. Supposedly they had made it for a while, discontinued it, and then they brought it back. It was a seed promotion on Attitude, Blue Velvet. And apparently the story is it was originally made by DJ Short, but it had a either uh, it had 50% of the original blueberry um, genetics. Only difference was either, and I don't know this, either the different male or the different female. I think it was a male, either an Afghani or a female Afghani, which is different than the Nepali to Thai, which makes the DJ short blueberry. But I, I grew those out and I only grew three out of a 10 pack and all three of them. And I didn't grow the rest of the 10 pack. I just started the three seeds and all three of them were so good that I wouldn't be able to determine a keeper from there. And they all three had different traits. I'd say the best one was the most green or the solid green pheno that had like the artificial blue raspberry flavor, like the stuff that turns your lips and your teeth and all that blue. That had uh, probably the nicest nugs, actual like on the plant and cured, nicest trichomes, all green, the, the blueberry, artificial blueberry taste, but the lowest yielding. And then the yeah. heaviest yielding had the reverse traits where it had more of the darker tones of blueberry, like more like the DJ short, just, just plain old DJ short blueberry that I grew that was outdoors and went all purple. It had more of like the woody, cedary, darker, less fruity purple associated terpenes. And that one kind of had a cool trait where it turned purple from the top down. So the top nugs were purple and the further down on the on the plant, it went solid green, it had like a fade where you trim the the fan leaves off and the sugar leaves off and you're down to just the nug. And then the, you see the progression of purple nugs on the top bud and the green nugs, saw green nugs on the bottom nug. And then another interesting one was, and I think it only changed as much color as it was because it was directly in front of the intake to the tent that was sitting right in front of the exhaust to the air conditioner. But it had the most sativa expression of all of them. Still had a real nice like column shaped nug structure where there wasn't no gaps in the inner nodes but the leaves on that one turned solid burgundy like red burgundy and more of like a lavender light purple nug structure but uh, and it had more of like a less of a blueberry and more of a like lavender lilac terpene to it but i just thought that weed was so good because what were the what were those seven other seeds like that i didn't even grow you know, out of that 10 pack. I only grew three of them and I couldn't make up my mind which one was better. So grow those seven now, kid. Yeah. I, the I one I them. had, the one that I had where the sunlight 
wouldn't hit the plant. Like mm-hmm. if the leaf was across the stem, it would be green underneath the leaf, but everything else was purple or reddish. Okay. It was totally bizarre. Stems and everything. My, my uh, sweet thing does that. Like if I go through and I cut the leaves out, if it was shaded, wherever yep. it was shaded, it will be bright green. And Isn't that bizarre? Yep, and then if I cut that leaf a few days later, it'll go to that purplish look. That's crazy. Chameleon. But yeah, that shit was good. It did really well outside. That's the one I said. The plant, yeah. one of the other plants next to it, the leaves were, uh, got bo- the plant got botrytis, and one of the botrytis leaves fell onto the blueberry, a bud of the blueberry plant. And the blueberry plant was unaffected by it, dudes. Are those uh, quintessential seeds that you still have? Are those regular? Or yes, uh, quintessential regular seeds? Yes. Um, the blue velvet I had is uh, feminized. If my buddy still has that, do you want me to grab that? So at least one of you guys can do something with it. I'll pop it eventually. I I gave when I got all my seeds taken I had 50% of it and the 50% that I did have I kept my favorite 50% and then I gave to one of my cousins and one of my buddies the rest of it and the leftover 7 out of 10 seeds went to my one buddy and like I said I don't know if he grows out my gear he kind of held on to it there's other seeds that I gave him and he's more He's he either hasn't stopped growing the stuff that he had back when I got busted, or he moved on to the lava cake that he has now. Right. But I, I don't know if he goes through my, the seeds that I gave him. If he did it already, right? Hey, right. Smile, are you growing some of those blueberry crosses that I? The blueberry crosses? What do you mean? It's the blueberry by Cheesequake. Did I ever send you any of those seeds? I didn't see any seeds in there. No, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. No, yeah, I didn't, I guess, then. For allegedly. <laughs> I didn't see any in there, though, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got you have, medically what, fit. Oh, yeah, you're doing the Godiva ones. I got the Godiva ones. I got okay. a freak too. The Freak Show is the hollow stem one. Oh, yeah, but I think that hollow stem story got mixed up. On one of the, um, I think I have a post of it on my IG. I'll uh, see if I can find it. Because the, um, the one of the editions of the book that that information is in, the pictures for figure A and figure B was switched, even though the words wrote it properly. I'll see if I can find it. Fit pop in chat there. Shout out, medically fit. Morning, my friend. Oh, Medfit, what's up, kid? He's got the link, right? Yeah, he should. Oh, he does. Should. Mm-hmm. Then, um, It's five o'clock. Shit, I'm about ready to jump out. It was ruining all the fun, though, man. I... Everybody follows you out. They do. I know. I've been 
I like to give you shit about it too when you fucking get out too. I don't know if you listen to that part. For red pill, I'm like, that ain't me. You know what's funny is I've tried to make that it move once or twice, and everybody looks like, "What the <laughs> fuck, man? <laughs> we showed up in everything. You're just gonna fucking end it like that, huh?" Hey, if it's if it's those uh, psilocybin uh, tinctures, that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I skipped the tincture tonight. I went with uh, just the capsules. I didn't do the tincture tonight. That tincture hit me strong the other night, man. Mm-hmm. And I think I made the mistake. I, I, there was one thing I did that I don't usually do, or wasn't, you know, is uh, usually I'll take what's in the, the dropper and I'll squeeze that back into the bottle and then I give it a good shake. And, you know, before I, you know, take, take that dropper this time I didn't, I fucking, I shook it, but I didn't extinguish what was in the dropper out first. Mm-hmm. You had some so re- I'm wondering if crystallization inside there, huh? When it yeah, dried out, they left some little bit of, uh, whatever the last drop. I think that's what happened. You go get the pop, pop. Yeah. It would smiley. I was talking about that earlier, man. That shit came on strong, man. Fucking it came to like 420 checkout, you know, right about this time you got what you're talking about. And I was fucking, it was just fucking hitting hard. And I was thinking, oh, please don't go, guys. Please don't go. There's no fucking way I'm doing shout. There's, I was so it was hitting so hard, man. That I was thinking, there's no fucking way I'm doing shout outs. There's no way I could have done shout outs at that moment. No way. Can't leave the Luckily, swell. it dragged down. As long as you got that What's back it? screen up, you can just fade into it like that fucking meme. Yeah, <laughs> like Homer. <laughs> 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 that would be some funny shit, man. I wish I didn't have shit back there. That would be funny. <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna jump out though. It was awesome hanging, guys. Probably catch yep. you tomorrow night. If not, nice we'll uh, see you. Peace out, Smiley. So, peace out, Ty. Red pill, good oh, hair. Yeah, I can't forget about yep. that. Peace nice out. Thing. Good one. Yeah, put, dude. I found the link to that hollow stem thing. I put it in the chat over there. Oh, over cool. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's an insight. I, I'll definitely, I don't, I haven't done extensive, uh, excuse me, extensive enough breeding to go through seed stock made by, a, you know, selecting one of those males to determine for myself to see right in front of my face if that's one of the best traits to pick for. But right, well, is, I am conditioned to do that now because I'll, I've heard, you know. Yeah, I'll say, dude, I have trouble with is it, is it saying, are you saying to select for it? Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes, nails with hollow stem and especially pay even 
close attention to the diameter of the hole in the center of the stem to in ratio to the widthness of the the actual stem wall you know exterior to the interior of that that hole and i found even you know ones that might be even better are ones that have a larger ratio of a, a center hole a bigger hole and a thinner uh, stem wall yeah, but a lot of that could change with uh, with environment, probably, right, Bill? I, it, it, I'm it can, you. but it, it can, but it the this, the exact trait itself, uh, environment won't make a hollow stem plant filled. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. It, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. Change. It'll you know shrink or dilate the. Right. You know. Yeah. That. So. Well, what I'll say is, I had killer weed that had hollow stems, and I it had might be weed that had thick stems. Yeah, I think Tyler's right in a little bit of that red pill. I think it may be thickered wall. It may not fill it in, but I think the the well, like the, if you were to cut it, you know what I mean, and do a cross yes. section. I think that that structure around the the outside would be much much thicker. <laughs> and I say that it's just because in this incident, like right now, the side by side with their boxes versus. Mm -hmm the uh, cocoa and um, salts mm -hmm. is the ones in the earth boxes and they're the same strain they're the same clone all four of them are the same clone and the ones in the earth boxes show up way thicker stems so i think they're he tells right their environment well maybe not so much in this case environment moreover medium could play a structure in that because okay. man, if they were grown in in the soil, the you know the organic soil, man, the, that that them plants were night and day. They were bushier. The fucking branches were much much thicker. The overall trunk of the plant was way thicker, and versus the the same one, the same plants in uh, in salts, they look way more spindlier. You know what I mean? That that can Wait. happen, but when you do narrow it down to, if you can grow it in multiple environments and it's the same trait displayed, what I'm what the argument I'm making is that that trait displays recessive uh, genetics that hemp plants don't have. Hemp plants are low THC bearing plant, so if you wanted to drive the genetics more towards high THC or terpene rich plants uh, the hollow stem plants supposedly do that because it's a trait that you can never breed you can never breed thin wall hollow stem plants for high uh, fiber production I mean you could but it, it'd be the same as like us growing plants that have low THC when we're we want high THC you get what I mean no Red pill, check out yeah. the link that I put in there because I think they got it backwards. Because if you want the fiber, the hollow stem, that's where you're going to get the most fiber from. You think so? But that, that's Listen, mean. If you measure, I'm hold on. You, that's why I there's a secondary thing to it that I said the diameter of the hole itself, right, when right. that's larger than the stem wall itself. Okay. You know, then you, when you're doing that, then you're just producing low yielding fiber plants. The thinner the wall, the less fiber there will eventually be to where if you can just breed a plant that somehow genetically doesn't make uh, cellulose on the outside of the stem. You know, it would be a mutant plant that probably wouldn't make it past the seedling stage, but 
that that is a you know what the very opposite of what you would expect out of a hemp plant that can withstand wind never fall over topple over uh have sturdy enough branches not to break if anything drops on it or heavy yielding buds or anything that kind of condition that we have problems with and i would say that's probably almost happens with many many cultivars that we have today that you need trellises and stakes and everything to support up for that fact it's hard to support a lot of cannabis plants that we have access to because they've been bred more towards the and i just didn't want to throw around the term that uh, robert clark uses in marijuana botany but he calls it drug type cannabis yeah. so. but with the hollow stem and the other stem i'm telling you i think it's just a total misconception that was um but they just found that the the hemp plants have one kind and well you know what i don't know but like I said, I know I've had... It's probably missing information that I don't have. You get, you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know I've had killer, strong, potent, it, hollow it, stem weed and strong, potent, solid stem weed without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, so... See, it's not the only trait to select for. Like I said, I also... Hollow I, stem I, seems to be more neurotic. Yeah. It is in a buzz. More couch lot is what I've noticed as far as... I haven't paid attention to that fine of a detail because the next thing I was going to mention is the other traits to select for the one that I, maybe you can, uh, another article, maybe you can find is plant selection for not, not slowest maturation, but latest to identify speed, uh, yeah, gender, you know, either male, female, or intersex. And the other thing I always thought for, and the note that Subcool had written down is the world has more disservice of uh, intersex or Hermes species of plants due to um, people selecting earlier or the first uh, to show um, male. And the opposite to that was to breed more the, you know, female, true female, non-intersex plants that you get with the later sex, uh, the later sex indicating plants. And that's based on out in nature, there's no one to do the selection. So the very first males to grow up, make pollen, throw pollen, are the very first to get the other females around it to bear seeds. So that way, either by the late season or, or uh, the males, the later showing males never being able to uh, out dominate earlier showing males by getting their uh, spores to hit pistols because they've already been hit by those earlier hit males that's where you get the acclimation in your uh, wherever these plants are being grown because that's the very first uh, genetics or most dominant traits on a plant because it always wants to be able to survive and, that, and adapt to that environment whereas if you breed against that you have less stable plants to grow outdoors, but you have better resinous, other, you know, medicinal or drug type properties. Uh, and, and, you that know, more. My understanding is the late flowering male was the one that brought the higher THC mm -hmm. to the table. There's more, so we have more consensus on that then. Cause that, that's, that's kind of way harder to pin down to environment. Did environment make this plant 
show sex late, you know, that's less likely than the plant that you feed different or having a different medium causing. Well, thicker. I mean, well, if you were like, say, popping a pack of 10, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you had three males to show and two of them <laughs> express themselves a week earlier than the third, you'd want to take the third the because third he would yes. be producing a higher THC. And then if you want to even go further, what I thought too is it's a kind of a flip-flop thing. And then this is all maybe towards preference and exactly how we interpret a uh, sense of smell, but it's reverse in how you would think a, a male should, you know, maybe, you know, in a clone sense, smell masculine or more darker masculine type uh, terpenes. Where in this case, I've always heard that you want to have males that display more feminine, more fruity, more floral, that kind of bouquet of terpenes versus males that have more of like the OG diesel gassy type terpenes. And they broke it down to saying that the males that display the gassy terpenes don't pass down in lineage or don't pass over that trait to the females. So if you breed a gassy male to a fruity female, you always can expect more fruity females from that offspring than you'll find gassy males. Versus if you were to breed a fruity male to a gassy female, across the board, you still see more fruity phenotypes because those are the ones that are the first ones to be expressed. Damn, I'm smoking on a bowl now. It is not the same. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> these are these are all things like you can't expect to go find actual true um still if there's still like cannabis refugia still left over from like the last ice age that's growing somewhere. It's very uh, it would be very unlikely that it has a terpene profile that's uh, attractable to us in like a very fruity sense, but then also makes it susceptible to insects, you know, otherwise it wouldn't last. So the more wild the plants are, the more maybe offensive the odors would be because those are the ones that are making it insect tolerant. And that goes why you, you want to pick males that smell like fruit because going back to the recessive genes and drug type cannabis, all those other ones that I named are ones that make it more susceptible to being fucked up in nature, needing hands to nurture it and breeding more drug types. So that's just the way I always looked at it. It would be nice if that's you could what, just uh, uh, go ahead. That's what me and uh, Genetic Memory <clears throat> Farms, when we I had him on uh, one episode, his episode, as a matter of fact, uh, we discussed we, the skunk, you know, the same thing, the skunk. And, you know, what we came out of that conversation is the same thing. And kind of what you're talking about is uh, it wasn't uh, necessarily, I'm sure it had a lot of com combination with bringing it in indoors and it, the carbon, no carbon filters and people not wanting to grow it because it was so loud that may have played some into it but we think more over it 
is because at that time period, most of the cannabis that was being grown was being grown and bred outdoors, flat out. So you had the environment, just like you're, you're discussing there, that brought out that trait in the wild. In the wild, it brought out the skunk because, you know, it was trying to defend itself from whatever it could have been in that region or outdoors. And then once we started bringing it indoors or if it did make it indoors, it kind of got dumbed down because it wasn't, it didn't have that environment to fight against anymore. Hey, plants was, are, they're way smarter than we I give think, them credit for. Plant can are, adapt. I, I think we're they dumbing can, down plants by indoor breeding because of what well, we're talking about. Well, this is what I mean. This, is, this, could, this is what I mean. Plants, you know, the whole relationship with uh, maybe in, if they have a mycorrhizal connection, maybe a plant further away down the line, not even related to the plant sitting next to it, can send uh, messages to the plant if it's getting gnawed on by a predator or something. So think of this. But deers will eat your weed out in the wild. Deers do that. Now skunks will spray a deer if encroached upon, right? So how crazy could it be if you're in an environment that has naturally habitating skunks and the plants observe the fact that uh, these deers don't like the odor of a skunk and stay away from it and they get eaten by the, the, the deer, they could possibly be, you know, this is the brain within the plant that we don't know and understand they could make odors as close to or as near to a skunk to help protect it from predation against deer. I wonder with the, with that being kind of being said, I wonder if you could either play your environment or just grow it outdoors to bring that skunk back out. You know what I mean? In a deer environment like that. Yeah. Or I wonder if you could take a skunk leaning strain just like that it may be uh you know uh take some artificial deer spray like the hunters use to kind of improve bring mm -hmm. in yeah fox. maybe spray it around your room and actually make that scent you know i think that's crazy work against it. yeah it could be but it it's working along the same lines of what we're talking yeah. Well, so let me put it like this. You know what I think? Like the um, Happy 420 somewhere. Happy 420. I think that um, that Godiva, the Godiva, and I think maybe even the Godbud. I don't know. I never. I don't know. But I know the Godiva. If I grow it outside, it'll get the pink pistols. But when you grow it inside, it doesn't because of the UV light. So yeah. maybe if you're talking about outdoor stuff, having the skunk smell. Maybe that has something to do with it all in its so, own. Well, and I agree. You know, this is what today's lesson will learn. You know, I like to try to learn something every day. I actually listen to a lot of fucking books. But what Red Pill of 710 up here is saying is very true. Um, I believe plants do have brains. They're, they're very, they're very, I don't know if I'd say brain, but they are very intelligent. Do you know violets necessarily, a violet can't process its own nutrients. It robs from other plants that are around it through the microsystem. It finds which ones are rich and robs from nearby plants. That's how it gets all its nutrients. 
necessarily breaking down anything itself. I learned that today. Thank you for the luncheon. (laughs) What? Where'd you pick it up? I wonder if that's the same place I picked it up. Um, (laughs) man, I don't know. I can't pinpoint that. I want to say I want to say the guy that wrote the teaming by microbes book a lecture that That's he gave so. yeah I want to say at least I might have heard it before then but when it got imprinted in my mind it was probably that I actually think I heard it in the psychology book today <laughs> I, referring to like intention and other intelligent um, things <laughs> I think it actually had nothing to do with plants actually that's where I got it if I, makes it more interesting I look at my uh, audible see what I listen to I don't think I listen to any like like plants you know like grow shows today <laughs> It was just an audible day. Dealing with difficult people or how to be heard. How to be heard is what I listen to today. I don't see the, the connection though. I have to go back and listen to it. <laughs> well, the, the microbes, they hear each other, right? They're like, hey, you listening over there? Let's uh, jack that these been. You know what? That could have been it. Ah, it could have been it. The connection of actually hearing each other and communicating. That might have been the connection right there. Good catch. Yeah. So those, those are the three male selection traits. And that could be all the same things I just said. Uh, but from a female and reversing it too, but the feminine smell, hollow stems, and latest to show sex. There's other things you can add into there, but those are the main three things that are gonna impress me if I find, you know, if I see trichomes on a plant and if I look under under a scope or a macro lens and I actually see stalks and glandular head trichomes on a male, then that's even better. It has all those three other traits. This is getting me. Man, I can't believe I've watched you dab the last couple of days, but there, road pill. Man, yeah. you do some serious dabs over there, brother. You ain't messing yeah. around. It's a little bit because you're seeing me dab the distillate, and there's no magic to it. You know, it's plain distillate. It, it, the, the analogy of it being like moonshine wouldn't quite fit because. With terpenes, it's more of like just a monotone. It does the medicinal job, but there's no like, uh, there's no characteristics of a high. You know what I mean? There's no body, no body to the high. So I tend to go, I treat it as like milligrams and it's just like, just amount of milligrams I'm getting in my system. I could, uh, use less milligrams of THC if I was supplementing with terpenes, you know, so, but I just don't have the access to 
if what I would be picky and be snobby about and having some really good live resin, you know, applesauce type texture. But other than that, then yeah, I mean, I like flour just as much, but also don't have anything in the ballpark that I can have access to that I would only smoke flour if I could get it. Soon though, soon, like I said, I, my dad has a buddy that wants to grow down in Illinois and I can help grow for him. So that'd be nice. They have a low plant count, so there wouldn't be uh, much dedication to doing pheno selection. I would probably just get my hands on the best clone I can get. Just one Yo. mother. Yeah. Eagle. K-Bag's in chat right now. Did you uh, schedule him into for a show yet? No. All right. Unless he's scheduled that. under a different name. Try to talk and come Somebody on. yesterday, who was it? Somebody I we called out yesterday. I left it. I was like 25th and I left it open just in case they took it. I can't remember if they decided to take it or not. Or who it was. 25th open K back. <laughs> but uh, I, I do go through a lot of. You know, I'm on the border of what I can afford and how much medicine I need. Yeah. That hurdle sucks, too, that getting over, getting set up. Because, like, when you're on the, you know, you're on the border, just being able to get it, <laughs> you have to come up with the extra to get started. But, man, once you get started, it's so nice. So nice being able to produce your own medicine. Why, you're not doing anything right now for yourself, Red Pill? Not in the home I'm in right now. Because ah, this is man. this is where the bad shit got started. So I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna fucking I, I already burned burned my hand once. I'm not gonna burn it again. Yeah. Now with that At being said, point, man, he's gonna do that to you. It should have some bad karma coming their way, especially on a third time. I'd hate to be around when that karma got that dude. <laughs> That's bad juju right there. Because you obviously need the medicine. You know what I mean? Well, what kind of yeah. life would screw somebody out of medicine like that? That's the way I see it. I, that's, I mean, the only motive I could think of is the first thing that comes to mind is jealousy, right? Just a hater. Can't be anymore, or just straight out, you know, the brainwashed mentality that people have about it. You know, it's just as long it's like right up there with fucking terrorism. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hate learning lessons too late, right, Bill? You, I think it was you who said it uh, the other night. All the old timers say, "Don't tell anyone." Hell no, not yeah. nothing, and not yep. even not even like hints towards it. I mean, yeah, 
I'd be over that now. If I could go back and change one thing, yeah. I would hint towards it. Not not even just letting anyone know about it, but I would have kept the lowest of the low profile. I would have been I would have been doubling up on carbon filters. I would have, yeah, I would have been yeah. living like it's COVID back in fucking 2010. That's why I, that's why I coach everybody into growing. Oh, I'm hoping that once you know everybody's growing, that all that shit will stop. It ain't gonna you know, stop though, Eagle. That's the sad part. And it's you know, it's kind of what we're talking about though. You know, I don't mind. You know, I have a full supporter and showing your garden. I've been showing my garden for fucking years, and I would be showing my garden more if it weren't for this. Like this, this kind of freaked me out a little bit. I I'll be completely honest, man. And it's kind of like what we're talking about. You know, it's the old mentality and not really wanting to tell anybody what you're doing and then on top of that is um it's daily it's live you can tell where i'm at you know what i mean in phases man all you gotta do is pull up one post and go okay you're there you know what i mean and kind of open your yourself up for that and like i kind of hinted about earlier I don't know if you were on then, but uh, I was talking about how observant uh, viewers could be. You know, I was talking about one cat calling me out about my weights not being moved for a few days. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, with that being said, it kind of, you know, I want to be showing what I'm doing every day in the background. You know, so I kind of. You, know, you tell them you put it back in the same spot. I, I kind of clammed spot, up a little get bit. Done working out. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. Everybody knows that ain't happening. You'd be have to be just, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, just so they don't know your your house number and shit. And even at that, that's when I got when I do show things now. It's only like usually like one section throughout start to finish it isn't like the whole thing it's usually like just the one ten. usually if i've got a if i am showing something it's usually just the one area for start to finish it's usually i kind of if i'm showing something but for yeah for for some reason man it just i, I weirded out a little bit about <laughs> about showing everything for some reason Getting better, getting better. You know, uh, one good thing though is if I get some raised beds going, I can show that all day. And at least, you know, you can see my green thumb that way. It doesn't need, it can be pepper plants. You know, I can show you how to make a, ro a raised bed and how to make how I would, like how you said, not the best way, but how I like to make super soil or amended soil. You get to, get to see the results too. Eagle, just have the shotgun in every uh, in every picture, and uh, the handgun on your hip or on your leg. Yeah, the the biggest no no. Did you not hear anything from Red Pill story the other day? That's like the biggest no no. You want the biggest no no? Right you that's, can't have yeah, yeah no guns. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the worst thing you can do. Is Put the two of them fucking things together. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> I guarantee. I, I guarantee. 
I go live and have a shotgun in here next to my plants. Uh-huh. I won't be out of my the last eagle. Live. <laughs> <laughs> the eagle has not yeah. You won't get robbed yeah, at least. Just arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know which, which way it would be better. Both painful. Both painful. Yeah. Catch 22. All right, Eagle. I'm gonna get going, man. I'm about. I'm fading now. Still got to do my shout outs, man. The closest I can get now is, and, and I'm like screaming them like the micro mini guy now. Yeah, you were doing <laughs> fast last night, man. That and even at that, get on a roll. Minutes, Seventeen minutes. The best I've had lately is sixteen. I think it's now come a kind of like a thing to time. I like it. Actually. Yeah. Do you have your shout outs per minute rated? No, no. Oh, that'd be a fun one to track. Do it. I do. I, I haven't tracked it, but I have an average mm-hmm. on per song. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And it's usually at one page, front to back, three columns of names per sheet. So nine columns of names what's how many lines is there 26 26 lines on a sheet of paper so times three so that'd be like 78 names so 78 times two would be 150 156 names per song basically the song's what (laughs) three minutes 50 seconds do the math from there yeah yeah it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, dude. And I keep trying to make it better. I keep trying to get it at a quicker pace. All right, Red Pill. All right, Eagle. I'm out yep. here, Eagle. You know, it's always a fucking awesome fucking talking shit with Eagle. And uh, we'll catch you on the rebound. Peace out. Peace out, man. Good one, man. Yeah. You too. Kidoki, I'm. I'm out too. Uh, this was a really good chat. I enjoyed the discussion and how far we went into detail about it. It was a good episode. Appreciate earlier. you. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Looking forward to seeing more of you, my friend. Yep. Have a good day. Thank you. Yep. Uh, shout outs to chat, and I'll see everyone later. Peace. That does at this episode of the wormhole. Fucking talk shit with Eagle the Wormhole 323.5. Holy shit. I, every time, man, I say that, man, it's like the numbers are getting bog- mind boggling anymore. <laughs> I really can't believe they're getting that high. And, you know, they would be way up there if I didn't uh, slow them down with the point fives or the, the wormholes, the rabbit holes and the wormholes would be way up there. But I ain't going to cheat like that. No. I'm dragging it out. I'm dragging it out, if anything. Let's see here what we got to uh, get some shout outs to. Man, I got to get some juice up in here, man. These, uh, I always got coffee left at the shout-outs, man. It's no good. 
coffee is no good for the shout outs. Try to find uh, something to ramble to. I do. Yeah, one thing, if you'll notice, I try. If you haven't caught it yet, depending on the music, I will almost go rap, uh, not rap, but I almost uh, say the names along with to the beat, match the pace of the music. Yeah, here we go. Started out with a little burner. Little burner. Get my chat back up. Sorry, look up, see what you guys are doing. Get some fresh drink on. I don't even know where the music's at. I must have it muted. I think I do. No, there it is. Here comes the copyrights. That uh, martial artist. <laughs> Thank you, K-Bag. You guys have a great day. Get these names, get these shout outs going. Sub cool. We miss you, brother. Of course, DOA. Happy birthday. We miss you, DOA. Get them two right out the way. That's all the brothers. It's good tune. These houses date Mama Law 710, Scarecrow 420, Green Dumb Bum, Christina MG89, Unplug 705, Medical McGullicuddy, Rick T. The Rebel, The Night G207, Fabian Salinas, Dave's Not Here, Tom Spoon, Mendo Dope, Dung Beal, Red Eye Jedi, Mother Nature's Justin Conway, Duck Weed, Run Boy 7426, Justin Goodert, Strong Boy, Strong Man, Not Strong Boy, Oki Grow 75, Corey Trevor, Michael Wallace, Mo Vision 420, Who's Your Cat Daddy, Taco, Don Slug, Rick S. In the Bushes 827, Jade Siemens, Kevin Hahn, for the Lats, Hope, Pat Fon, That's Fan 420. Bio Mentor, Dirt Road, Dude, Kenneth Schubert, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dab Goblin, Dr. Buzz Lightyear, S Tone, 710 Canuck, Kenny Queen Genetics, Savvy Tanase, Fuminor, Dirt Man, Dan, Keith of Black Sales, Mr. Bocillus, Zen Premium Gardens, Ross Bob, Ross of Jeff, the EO crew that is. So Root Small Tooth, Tyler, Frosty Buds, Norm Michigan, right? Uh, Micro, Ouija Buds, Dub T Roy, Big Jar Growth, JC, Modern Genetics, SoCal Wiener, John, Last PPJ 15, Green County Grower, CJ Apple, Perfectly Imperfected, Dollar Tree Grower. Thank you for that song. T1 Productions, Dank, Dank Grower. DOA Grow Meds again. We miss you, brother. Miss Nudie Grows. I grew some Johnny Candace's Nutrient Shootouts. Naughty Nicky, Zoe and Slammer, NMY, Pikes Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation Booth, Clover, Clover 420, High Spy, Aldridge 25, Miss Madam T, Sue Moon, Mo Grower, Candy Crate, Loki Grows, Cast This Guy, Burton 79, 79, Post Hammer, Midwest, Outlaws 31, Voodoo Ultras, Fresno Nerds, Cali Connection, Wolverine Grow, Big Jar Grows, Jimmy One for Life, Laid Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations Creations, boy, 
I didn't get out my quote on that one. Amber Lalana, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Siki Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Wendell, Big Ed 1961, Manwana G3, Green Clegg, JK, Triple G, Mrs. Sprinkly, Mr. Sprinkly, Ian Tyler Teasley, Whole Farms, Lisa G, John, BG Crazy for you, BGWG 420, Dr. Budswell, from OG, hopefully all is well with you. Arthro, Sense Media, and of course, Arthro, Just Face 420, Beast Coast Roar. 420, Sir Hal, Trey Valone, keep it real. Haggerton, 420, Zeb Zeppelin, honored everywhere. BT, but double D, Grows, Fingers, Green Puffin Man, Alex Boykchev, Chef, Chef Life, School of Crop, Cause I Love It, Green Mountain Grower, Southwest Oakey, Reels, 100, 212, Andy Man, Miranda Family Farms, Page Farms, Meat All Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Noob Sailbot Wins, King of Macroponics, Indra Medically Fit, uh, Michigan Native, Mary Jane's Men Garden, Streamer 77, Double D, Bad Bunny Nutrients, Green, Mr. Green Pops, Mr. Green Nugs, from 619-664, Spaniard Cougar, Jones in the Grove, Papa G Grows, Raz Amy, Drove Grows, Cast, Grow From Your Heart Podcast, with Ross and Jeff, Lucy, Linda, Lily Luna, yeah, that's right. Oh, Green Bed Black, Jeremiah Miranda, Sony Creek, Lost Art, Mr. No One, Giant Creek, or Giant Mike, Prometheus Soil. Well, I'm fucking this up. Jason Eichel, P. Wynn, David Colby, Mason 662, Scroggy Mix, Scroggerton, the fourth, The Goddess Girls, Kaylee, Kaylee something, Burrows, it looks like, Chad Brad Farms, Polly P. V. Org, Eric Ferguson, Kevin Jodry, Mike Honcho, Jay Huggins, Judea. Green Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Seenthlin, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Camwood, Maine Mystic, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck Norris, Sarge S, Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, 311 Mix-Up, Kinder Gross, Evergreen G's Friends, Tree MMJ, Matt S, Save Vault, Dragonfly B, Justin Smith, Travis Walls, Unlucky, 19896. There we go. Justin, or Eric Ferguson, CNL Chronic Seeds, Kingdom Chronic, Titan, Blesco Seeds, Shango's Gas, Webasso for Life, John Smoke, John Smith, Tommy Trico, Spoke King, Brad, Pop Little, Slow Roll, Spiky Pilot, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Silbert, Indo 11, Stephanie V, Sharp Pulley 989, Vine Braun, Sovereign Garden, Stoner Nations 420, Tiny Tricones again, Joe Y, Bugs 1, <coughs> 313, uh, Grower Painted Lady, Frank Booth, Jay Myers, Demid, the Chat, Mr. Manny D, Bagsy, Dr. DGC, Jeff, Trenner 911, Dutch Growth 420, Scallywag 420, Skillbill 1, Med Grower 1, Empire Breeding Co. for Groly, Lost Leaf, Liam Mast, Danny Danko, B Bear 7, Allie Noble, Tom Trinidad, C. Looney, Looney Jester, Smoking with Small Town, Tim S. Uh, Mr. Lazy, Raptor, Rose, Rob, Automation is Freedom, Robert Hazelton, Dora, Michigan, Corey, Double Tap, Mr. Green Thumb, 42808, Rooting Prospects, the Cannabus Driver, Hate and Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grow, T Bend, Root Nuts, 619, Hammer Knee Nails, Dr. Scramble, BB, Moon Rocks, G8, 
GHF, Double J, Bio Greens, uh, Stealth Grower 56, Hanky Stinky 420, KP, Ganja Nana, Your Mama, Georgia Joe, Yuri Rodriguez, Bee Growing Nature's Best Nug, Killer Bee Grows, Ganja Wizard, Husky Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. Ooh, Soil Life 420, Fully for Life, the Jeff Pro 420, Beavis 698, the Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn, I make Ted's Test. The Riffin Fat Boy, Jack Greensocks, 420, 420, Boom Farm, Sally Farm, 420, Aldridge, 25, Smiley's Gardens, JD's, Miss D's Nugs, Smoking Grove Fraser, Grokoski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farm, 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory, Farms, Evolve, 420, Cameron, ba Mr. Bagsy, Jill Carter, Mystic Marks, Mystic Grower, TW, Ginger Snaps, DTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP2372, Ned Denver, Mike Denver, Sergeant Pepper 420, Canna Trooper, Blind Cat 420. Yeah. Light up again, Tim, UKSIF 420, Boot Boy, Devin Shipwreck, Medical MJ, Budsville, USA, Resurrection Prophet, Chris Martinez. Dank Man 420, Dank Man Dan, Red Center Farms, Good Life, Joni Bell, Chicha B, Most Hated Grower, Major General 420, Army, The American One, W Digger, 714, Sharates, Kineo, Synthetics, Mountain Skies, Ready to Hit That Hot Fire, Chris Mertz, Ian, Save Robbie, Sergeant Live, FFA Cam, Finger Lakes, Finest, Ridge Pads, Dozer Moon, Southern VT Grower, Choose Medical, Jared Blair, Plus One Medical, or Mushroom. Plus one mushroom, secret city, potneyers, my little tent, 2042, spacewalker, Christian, tree mump, T. Barrington, heart and soul, homegirl, Mike B., T. Duane, T. Duane uh, East Coast Will, Heidi Day, Galactic Garden, John Smith, Elliptus, My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest Seeds, Ross, Kaya Paul, and Lemon Hoko, Trent Digger, Rita Susie Life, Richard Foyer, 20, Grant Manuel, Ford, uh, Mary Band, Sammy Sizzle, 81, Nine Inch Copas, Chris Moe, DK Trades, Vision Creator, uh, Guru, Dekine Brew, Canna Nation, Jay, Jay Wires, Dan, the Indoor Man, Gromies, Homies, Hamilton, Bros. Clip Snow, Clip Smoke, Keystone Canada Flag, PA Pig, Big High 710, Eugene Greenleaf, Ace Drew Hustle, Fred Don Carlos, Norm Michigan, Beer Grove 420, No Sellout, Jesse White, Casting Yeti, Introvert, Genetic Social J, Vixen Robin, Mr. Killer 8 Mo. Uh, James Buttercream, C Dub from NorCal, the Pharmacy Seed Bank Network, Deadhead, Smokey 616, Curtis Mayhem, Matt Myron, Morte, Rick Heyman, Stephanie Durham, uh, Antenna Seeds, Vampirius K, Mike Rubles, The Drew Beer 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stew Move, Popco 719, Bake with Shake, Baby Old Smoke, PWC Grown Butts, Laura Wash, Mr. Weed Blunt, Old, uh, Old school grower Chad Westport, Honcho Grump, uh, Flora Nugs, My Little Piece of Hand, Pungent Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Christy Bonnaby, uh, Mr. Sue, Food Spectrum, Gone God, Lori Hansen, Real 2000 Years of Tradition, Mr. 
D. Conley, Pimp Jam McBody face, show me Sasquatch, Google, fuck Google and you, I'm going well, Canadian Resource, Poor Dirt Farmer, Carl Wright, Zephner, Humble Farms, Trinity Farms, Seldom Scenes, Oak Park Gardens, Hell 9782, Skunky Palace, Marshall Artist 2012, Micro Slave Hefner, Daniel McDizzle, Medically Fit Again, KJB Robert, Mr. Green Fingers, motherfucking Thomas, Rancher Costa Plenty, Monkey Balls, Andrew Champlin, Bobby Lynn Means, Trench Digger, Mr. Mag, Tony Like Blown, and Bill S. Weed Peace, Tater Delicious, Minty Country Roots, Here on Fire Genetics, Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, Teeny Weenie 101, Buds and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Buds and Hazard, Bearded B Man 616, Bearded B Man Farm 616, no, Max Grooman Ruby will be here in a few days. Kim Timothy McKimmon, it's Neo, Justin Beans, Chronic 88, Fat Belly, Real uh, Jennifer Steele was here tonight. Cannabis 03, Turk Farmer, Shannon McStevens, Carlitos Latinos, uh, Gator Country Woo, Mr. Speed will see Fire Soul, Wooly Wookie, Wally Wookie, there we go. Goddess Grows one more time, Rasta Bob, White Feather Grown, uh, Grows. Burning Shrooms, Tone Gross Dink, I seen in chat. The K-Man Gross, BX Runner 81, Smith Dude, New Gross, Sean McCann, Jay Munch, Dink, Agenda, Wow Wow, Canna Grow, Fall Dog, Huron Cannabis Council, Melissa Parish Rock Fam, Justice Mick 420, uh, Ben, Fresh Grow, Thriving Herbs, High Boy, Your Mailman Grows, We Be Growing, Australian Growing, Love for the Plant, Argo American, Smart Poker, Unfrozen Caveman, and Why is Highest, The Surf Craft, Micro Groon, Chef Lowenfels, Mobius Grows, Dank D. Dandy, uh, Dank Brownies, Elliot Harkins, Mystic Flavor, The Foraging Gardener, Overwater Overkill, Seattle Steve, Shadow Warrior, Valley Green 514, Million, Jensen, Oz, Indica, Dr. MJ, Coco, Brandon Russ, Matthew Gates, These Bags, Drone Sire, Shotgun Willie, Dank Yoda, Jay Simmons, Sherbro Gross, Clackamas Coop, DJ Conley, Aaron, The Grower, Light 1978, Michigan Grown Buds, Your Boy, Roy Boy, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Clackamas 420, Sinky Colas, Dylan Steinford, PFC Farms, PLR, Husky Garden, Sun Grown 707, J8, Dro, J420, Cascadian Grown, Tito's McGee, Four Plants, A, Weed Works, Captain Scrog, Skunky Buds, Hans Warrior, Janky Young, Terry Lee Live, McGaster Tempe, Annie N, D Urge, Green Junior, Leon from All Purpose Plus, Green Goose, Eleven Smiles, Eleven, Bindu's Buds, Rob Wobby, uh, Sean Benz, huh. Rescue Ready Roadside LLC, Notorious Nugs, Magma Seeds, White Feather, our Father and Son, Trimming Tutorials, Dub T Dank, Jose Martin Perez, Doggo the Hut 420, Buck Chiba Man, GR 420, Community Videos, GMO, shout out to you, Detroit River Red, Luis Garcia, Michael P, AJ Everyday, a Captive Audit, Cheddar Bob 13, Main 420, Med Grower, Cookies, Coop, Jay Kendricks, In for the Grill. Beckwood's all good. Seattle, Sally Mansell, Adam, Chanel, Chanel Simpsons, Ganjo, Roach, Kazoo, Aaron Burnett, Rooms, Mr. Lincoln, Stinkin', 
Angel Studios MG at the 420 Community, the 420 Grow Tent, Paul D. Elliott. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I need that neck crack. John Fleming, Dankovitz, Chemo FSI, Fibro, Flyer, Polly P. Seldom seen, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sunny Man, Chiba Sunny, Jeff Papalik, Ricardo Sosa, Dan J, Earth Friendly Farming, Candy Forest Farmer, I fuck all that be Misfit Grower, Jason Line 512, Snake Eyes, Northern 4466, Jason Greystone, Sony Baker, MD, Sony Creek, Russ Zion, Fringe Dweller, Tarzan, Superman, Old Man, Hermit Hash, Freebird, Mole Grower, Manigar, Simple Man, Survival Time, Tim Blake, Golf Close, Seeds, Stink Fat, Chemo Sky, Ah, Dave Vince, got you twice, Caballero, Caballero, Harley Grower, Jen God, Steve Collins, Ted, Todd, Kendricks, Property Maintenance, Sharpie, The Island, Hayes, Sub, uh, Scuba Steve Speaks, J.R. Ream, Farming, or uh, Randy K., Steve Collins, TCDR, Missing New Brothers, uh, Claire Killian, Wardrobe Farming, Randy Grande, Piff 1000, Ace Boog 3223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom B, Puffer Smiles, 15 Digits, Mr. Ganja Moot, Hash, Fred G, Super Bob, Holy cow, man, this mouth is dry. Oh. Grosky 808, Weekend at Bernie's, K-Bag, Justin's, Justin Station, Strong, Style, Organic, Zippy, Imanic 31, Honesty, K-Hell, Little, Brent Bogue, Kendrick Newton's, KNT, Chris D, True Serum, Foe Times Foe, Nanny Dread, Barbara Matthews, Soul, Ancient uh, Soul, Grown, Kevin Jiu-Jitsu, Canna Health and Happiness, Berserk 220, or let's try that one more time, Berserk 215, Collab, Low Cut, Albert Trombley, Mo Manac, Meds, Raz Banty, wow. Just give it up already, I should. <laughs> Helen, Hugh Janus, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy, LT Gardens, High Hit High Flyer 420, Lobster Brush Bro, Mother Tree Maine, Red Pill 710, of course, your boy Roy Boy, Ecstatic, Shannon Gibbons, Ruhan, Rick W. Comfortably numb. One smoke away. The eight boarding show. Richard Lamb. Cannabis pursuit. K rolling. K rolling. Buzzworthy. Logan Man eighty one. Flower Paisley. Bill Flower Paisley. Is that right? Bill eight. Flower Paisley. That don't even sound right. The Entourage effect. Warren Dixon. Pink Lady Luck, El Mondo 420, and last but not least, our friend <laughs> Weedis 207. Can't forget Weedis 207. What's up, Rasta Bob? Man, I wish you'd get up a little bit earlier, man. <laughs> not that you don't knock out a full day's work. 
I am sure one hearted working dude. That's mission, brother. I'd like for you to pop in and sing good morning one of these days or good evening. It is uh, always a pleasure. Much respect to you, Rasta Bob. Much respect to Bob on the job. Hope to see you come to Michigan, my friend. Springs are coming. It's warming up. Hold you that word. Gets warm. I hope to see. Hope to see Rasta Bob here in Michigan. You guys know the deal. If this is the end of your journey for the day, get some rest. This is the beginning of your day. Please go out and make it a prosperous day. Sunday, get some rest. Kick back and enjoy the family. Make it a great day. But try, most importantly, to do something nice for somebody. Your friend, your neighbor, your family member. So easy to do. Can I open the door? Can I get that? You look nice. Is that a new shirt? You want to smoke a joint? Do you need some mud? Do you need a hand with that? So many things that won't cost you a motherfucking dime that makes somebody's day you never even know could change their life. It's called random acts of kindness, and they do save lives. Firm believer in it. That does it for this episode. 323.5 the wormhole thank you for everybody that participated tonight Cass Cass L cheers to you good morning well that does it for this episode what is it oh don't miss, forget to mess out tonight's episode is already pre-locked and loaded DOA's episode 127 when he was introduced properly to this community as a, a great person that he was come hang out with me i will be in chat during the episode and then i am on the fence uh, whether or not i'm gonna run rerun the rabbit hole or the wormhole doa wormhole or if i'm just gonna go with live wormhole actually if you put them all together there's still a lot enough for all three I had to see, do the math and see what's going to happen there. But nonetheless, there will be a live wormhole tonight. I'm just, just want to pay as much respect as I can to DOA. So. Do join us tonight at 1130 with the re-airing of his episode tonight at 1130. Episode 120, 127, DOA, Grown Meds. Anthony, we miss you, brother. That being said, have a great day. I am out of here.